Hello, my fellow podcast listeners. Heath here. Just wanted to give you a quick update and apologize for some of the audio quality issues on this episode. For some reason, my OBS software reset all of my settings. And so every time I got a little bit away from the mic, it cut out. It's a little frustrating, but it's not the end of the world. Brush for Hire is such a great guy. So much fun. Uh, it's still, still a lot of good to be had here. I definitely wanted to uh, check in and just, uh, you know, since I don't know if all of you guys watch the YouTubes at all, I wanted to let you know, or watch the live streams, I want to let you know that uh, the podcast for uh, the time being is going to a uh, bi-weekly podcast. It's just been uh, a lot, once I lost my momentum through the holidays, it's been a lot to kind of manage getting back and you know getting an episode out every week so instead of like forcing it um i'm kind of going on the the better maybe less content but better content sort of train for for the time being until i either get back into my stride and just make sense to go back to every week or you know yeah strike it rich and hit the lottery and can do it every week and have be able to focus full time on it uh thank you guys so much for being here uh, I, I i don't get to just reach out to the podcast listeners often um if you do want to uh hang out more you should definitely hop on the uh discord uh server the brush coven and hang out with us there it's a really great group of people you share hobby tips and talk about movies and music and just have Generate, uh, generally a great time. Um, if you feel like supporting the podcast at all, of course, we have Patreons. I now uh, also have uh, memberships available on uh, YouTube, which will basically be the exact same thing as Patreon. But uh, yeah, uh, that's not necessary, but you know, just in case, throwing it out there. Uh, thank you so much. We made it through 2020. It's the first episode of the year. It's a good one. And uh, and I look forward uh, to sharing a lot more great content and introducing you all to a lot of other new hobbyists. And, uh, you know, get, getting back and talking to some of the the, the hits from last year as well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, without further ado, here's the show. Welcome back to another episode of Hobby Time in the Murder Basement, the first episode of 2021. Congratulations, we made it. I think we all deserve cookies or something. Before we get into our interview with a fantastic painter, Twitch streamer, and all-around good guy, Brush for Hire, who has made a full-time job out of commission miniature painting and content creation, um, he streams 48 hours a week. He streams the same way you and I just like get up and go to work. It is fascinating. Super cool dude. So glad to have talked to him. Before we get into that, real quick, I just wanted to let, uh, if you if you guys hadn't already heard, I'm no longer streaming uh, exclusively on Twitch on Sundays. I'm now str- uh, streaming both on Twitch and YouTube uh, at 12 Central. Have a great time. Should come hang out sometime. I love meeting all the people in the community and talking. And, uh, you know, sometimes we build mechs. Sometimes we paint minis. Most of the time we just have a great time, though. Like, share, subscribe. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. I can't see anything you're painting. I said, you don't have to have the top gear set up like I do. 
I said, this is my investment is my living. Like I put everything into what I'm doing, everything. I've drained my entire life savings for this, you know? And, you know, when I say that, I mean like $30,000. Yeah. Quite, you know, and quite. that includes buying this building, that includes everything. Well, that was the thing that like really struck me when I can't even remember why I, I messaged you or so I was watching your stream and you're like, no, I bought this building for my art. <laughs> like this is my studio yeah. to do miniature painting. I was like, I need to, I need to talk to Sean. I have to, because if I don't, I'm going to be missing. One of the things that get, gets me more motivated than anything is hanging out with, um, you know, like-minded individuals who are mm -hmm. driven and, um, and, believe in themselves and are willing to take the risk to, to do it and understand that, um, that this is a business. This is the thing that they're doing and not, um, you know, like I don't mind when people play, like be a tourist. That's yeah. totally cool. But like, yeah, un yeah, yeah. understand that you're going to get tourist results. Like if, if you want business, mm -hmm. like think about it differently. And, and there was something that in the way that you said it, it's just like, son of a, this is, <laughs> this is brilliant. This is beautiful. Uh, and, uh, and I was instant, instantly hooked to, uh, to, to your point of view and have spent a lot of time because of that. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's one thing I attribute to like my growth and that's like, and it's funny cause I just sent a picture in chat there of my new setup that I'm building in the other room because this room I'm in is 10 foot by 10 foot right now. And this was just the, the easiest room i had i said i said because like i was like last year like december i said january 1st i'm going to be streaming twitch because i kept putting it off putting it off because i was scared as hell like mm -hmm. i did not know what it was i didn't know how to do it i still don't know how to do it i'm just, i'm fumbling through this shit so and you've only been streaming for a year yep that's it i started january 2nd 2020 oh shit that's impressive. I, I said i said yeah uh, so i'm almost at four thousand followers you know, so I'm averaging somewhere around 90 viewers a day average, yeah. like at concurrent viewers. I have an average of somewhere between it, it varies. There's days I have 1200 unique viewers. There's days I have like 700 unique viewers. It just kind of depends on a day. Like today was a Wednesday, which is usually my slowest day. And I had almost 900. <laughs> and I was actually shocked by that. I think a lot of, you know, it's one of the things of break from a, <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah. This it's like 2020 is just like. I'm clinging on. I'm I'm hanging on, man. It's like I, I'm 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 kicking and screaming and dragging along, and it's like you're driving away, and it's on the back bumper. Ah, ah, like Cape freaking fear. Terminator, Terminator Two. I've got you. It's like you can't get rid of me. Ah. It's like oh, please, please, no more. For the love of God. Ah. Well, I mean, so you have you always streamed from. Yeah, like you start at like seven o'clock your time, go like mm -hmm. five or six, five or six. Yeah. Your like, is it always been uh, that long? seven seven thirty a.m. to four thirty p.m.? Yep. Yeah, I said I'm treating it like a full time job from the first day I streamed. People are like, "How do you do?" It's like, look, I've been painting for a long time, so I'm doing exactly what I was doing before, just with a camera in front of me. So were you a commission miniature painter before as your full time gig, or is this something? Uh, that even that was like new uh 20 
No, no, I was a commission painter. I've been painting for about 23 years and I've done commission on and off, you know, sometimes way more. I took a quick, like uh, I took a small break hiatus from painting altogether to like rethink, regroup and reapproach it and figure out why I hated it because I had actually burned out at one point in time because I've always had like, anytime I put myself out for commission work, I've always had an endless stream of it. Like I've never not had it when I asked for it basically. And it, I don't know how else to word that. Sure. But like I burnt out on it because I was getting work I didn't like. Like it was always there, but it wasn't anything I had fun painting. And it was just very the same stuff over and over and over again. And I began hating painting altogether. And I like I like there was a point in time I probably went 10 years of painting miniatures that I didn't paint a single thing for myself that I wanted to paint at all. Like anything. That's not good. That, you know, that's and no, no. And I didn't understand that. And that was one of those things where I it was one of the things I fell into where I just kind of had been doing it so long. Cause I've been doing commission work since I was like 17 years old, maybe 16 years old. And uh, yeah, I started doing commission work six months after I started painting miniatures. Like it wasn't like I had an art background. It just, it just, there was something about the click that I was able to do this tabletop quality. And I had a really awesome shop owner of toy soldier gallery who saw my potential hired me immediately and like worked with me of how to like get those dynamic paint jobs that people see from across the room and just like boom in your face and people want it and they want what you do. And, you know, there was a lot of that that went on that was really helpful about that. And then I plateaued because, you know, 20 some years ago, there wasn't all these classes we have now. There wasn't art theory like there is now. And I don't have an art mind art uh geared brain like at all like i have no art background no nap like no one has natural artistic ability some people have a better co color or better eye for colors but just because you're good at picking colors doesn't mean you have natural artistic ability it just sometimes it clicks easier with people but they don't understand the why we do what we do sure um mine was just plowing away at it because like i was going to college for like advanced chemistry advanced mathematics like i was going for all these like i was going for like three different majors at the same time <laughs> <laughs> because I was just told I was supposed to, I was smart. I was supposed to do that. That's what I was told I should do. Right. So I was like, Oh, okay. That's what I should do. But like, I never, it didn't mean it. I got bored of it, you know? So I, I quit and I left and, um, you know, art had always been a passion for me because it was hard. Like think I like being challenged and pushed and, and, and things that are not easy, math, chemistry, physics, that stuff was easy to me. Like I didn't put any effort and I'm not going, Oh, I'm so smart. It just, it just was, it came very natural because I have that kind of mind that like it works for me. Sure. And art was like this mystical thing that I could not break down in any kind of easy formula. And people were not teaching it in a way that would make sense to me. So for me, it was just a lot of years of plowing away at it, trial and error and figuring it out. And that's why I teach the way I do because I'm not the only one because miniatures are an interesting art form. Most miniature people are, yeah. you know, seduced by these little tiny pieces of plastic, but I don't think anybody like, you know, very few of us come from the art background. Did, did you do any like music or anything like that? Did you have that, that creative outlet or were you? No. Oh, okay. Wow. That's impressive. No, no. Nope. No, I was not that guy. I didn't do sports. I didn't do, I was like in front of a computer, like nerdy as hell, nerdy shit to max. I'm sorry. What, where, where's our language fall in this interview? You can say whatever the hell you want. And cock up, poop, poop, pee, pee. That's right. There you go. <laughs> I'm an adult. 
Yeah, well, it's like, I, yeah. I, I think yeah, it's, I'm, it's, I'm so glad <laughs> to like hear that because like I am, um, you know, I I didn't have any art. You know, my brother was very much more uh, visually artistic than uh, than I was. Mm -hmm. I uh, think I probably have uh, like un undiagnosed dyslexia because when it started coming down to like I do. doing anything with, uh, you know, yeah, my handwriting is just a, and I can't. I I love writing, mm -hmm. and then going back and trying to decipher it later. I have oh no idea gosh. what I'm doing now. It's it's like, what drunk toddler wrote this on my paper? It's like, but, oh, yeah, I'm the drunk toddler. Right. Well, and everybody's <laughs> like, you should be a doctor. And I, and, and I sit there and I'm oh, like, you don't gosh. actually, like, that's kind of a dick thing to say to somebody who also mm. can't learn very easily and be like, oh, okay, do the, do the hardest profession out there, too, just because you have <laughs> shitty handwriting. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I hear that all the time. I was at the bank once and I signed my name. The teller looked at me and went, do it correctly. And went... <laughs> There you go. Son of a bitch. Yeah, it's like sassy. Yeah, it, it, yeah, she was. It was so funny too because she was absolutely right. I, I like I scribble because I was a manager for like fourteen, fifteen years, mm -hmm. and I signed a, probably at least thirty pieces of paper every day, at sure. least. And it was like cause you got to sign off on everything that goes through there, every bill, every everything, and you just kind of get this thing where it's like this is a, a, a scribble. Like there you go, that's my signature. There. Yeah. And they just get used to it down at the office. The wit manager just wrote a squiggly across the paper because it's just like, I'm not writing my full name 5,000 times a week. It's just not happening. Yeah. Well, and, you know, as long as like an S is like, you know, you just like the first letter yeah. and then the rest is a scribble. Like, uh, I've Pretty always, everybody always blamed me for like, because my signature, it's an H and an A and a bunch of scribbles. And, and like, yeah. like, oh, you're, you're a rock star. And I'm like, Maybe. Sure. I don't know. Like you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you care? Like, uh, oh my gosh, yeah, people want to critique everything. Yeah. Well, and like you know, it it and it's so like hard when you're like self conscious about it too. <laughs> you know, and you're just like Yeah. Just just don't look at it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, like I stopped caring a long time ago because it was like uh, like I was like severely bullied like all of my life, like all of my life. I was just severely bullied, and I reached this point where I just went, nah, "I no longer give a fuck." Like I just don't care anymore. Yeah. And I said, you know, I reached this point in my life that's really helped me. Where I said, you know what? No matter what I've done, because I went to a whole bunch of different schools, moved a lot, like growing up and stuff like that. And like when you can't fit in one school and you can't figure it out, and then you go to a new school and it's a whole new set of rules to try and fit in by. And I said, you know what? I'm over this. I said. I'm going to get bullied no matter what I do. So I might as well have a good time and amuse myself. And that's kind of what I did. And I've been doing it ever since. And now I do it on Twitch and people tune in and watch and go, why are you all here? <laughs> like, I'm glad you're here. But it's like people, people, you know, because I, I do get a lot of questions about it because my growth has been astronomical. Like, like, I just, it's, I've been very blessed and to go from like zero view followers to like, like I ended the, I ended the year just under 3,800 followers, you wow. know, I got partner in under 11 months, you know, like, and, and like these numbers are just like, people are like, wait, what? Like how? Like I show up, I do my thing in front of the camera. Like I turn on the camera. I just am here. <laughs> I do my thing. And I did it because like the whole partner thing was just like, 
like I, I wanted that. Like I want, cause when I started streaming in January, 2020, I did not know what affiliate was. I did not know what a partner was. I didn't know about emotes. I didn't know anything about Twitch at all. Like at all. Like I'd seen like two, three streams at most from other people. And like, I'm like, well, I'm going to do this as just a way for me to get my images to the screen. Like that's as far as I went with it. Like I like useless wizard is the only reason I even know how to stream at all because he, uh, I was talking to him. I did an interview with him before I did any of this stuff. And, um, he was talking about OBS. I'm like, what's OBS? He goes, you kind of need something like this to stream. I'm like, I don't just log on to Twitch and make pictures happen. He's like, no. I'm like, oh. So after the interview, he took some time, sat there and went through everything with me. I'm like, okay, okay. Like, you know, and I kind of like, and like that first day, it was like, I turned it on, I turned on the computers, got image there. Like, I was like, I'll figure everything else out along the way. Yeah. Like, I didn't know alerts. I didn't know like anything. And like, and that's like, like I, like I wanted, you know, and then once I found out and started learning, like, oh, this would be cool to get these kind of things and, and stuff like that. And, you know, strive for that partner thing. And I remember people were like, oh, you're going to get rejected a whole bunch. It always happens. And, you know, so I was prepared to get rejected at least three times. That seems to be kind of the minimum standard, right. you know, and you wait six weeks to hear your no and stuff. And that's why when I applied, I didn't tell anyone but my mods. Like right. they were the only people I knew because I didn't want to make a big deal of it and then get disappointed because you see all these people rally, get excited and they drop off because they're all bummed it didn't happen. And then you got to like rally them back up. And I didn't want that. Like I'm an emotional roller coaster kind of guy. Like I won't like from the time I put that application in, I don't sleep, you know, <laughs> and then two, two weeks, two weeks later, I got a yes from them. The first try. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, like I cried. Like I didn't know what to do with that. Like it still feels completely surreal because it's just like it's just insane. But like, for me, it's like exciting because it's an opportunity to reach more people to help others grow because I'm so about the community. That's the most exciting part for me is the community. Cause I'm going to do my work. I have my work. It's the community and the growth and, and watching people come together. And it's like jumbled mess of just really positive, awesome people. Well, and you are like one of the most patient people too. Like you, you can take a, a, a literal shit sandwich of a stream and somehow make it like really like uh, amazing. Like I've gone back and watched, I, I think out of everybody's streams, I've watched more of your VODs just because like, dude, oh, did wow. you see what happened with uh brush today? And I'm like, no, I was working <laughs> and, and, and like, <laughs> like go check out brushes, uh, VOD. And, uh, and I've sat there and I've watched, you know, you know, 10, 15 hours of your VODs and I just don't watch VODs because if I can't sit there and scream in the keyboard back at you, like, yeah. it's not as fun. <laughs> but like you have this amazing, uh, you know, uh, patience and uh, it's, it, your, your temperament is just it's, it's so fascinating to watch how you handle everything. Uh, I'm, I'm always, always floored at, you know, it's like how almost effortless it seems, even when you're exacerbated, you're just kind of like. This is, but this is what we're doing. This is what I signed it up for, and um, mm -hmm. and and it's 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 interesting because uh, you know, you found yourself to be like, uh, <laughs> you're you're the miniature painter's Doctor Phil, whether you want it or not. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been real interesting. Like it it's like I I don't I don't know how to like like even wrap my brain around a lot of this too because it's like. A lot of what's happened in my stream, like these issues have been talked about, these things have come up, and and seeing where 
I started this just wanting to paint miniatures. To show my clients is a way to get work, to show the work as, as like new angle. Like, hey, you can hire me and you can see me paint in real time because I do it full time all the time. You can watch the VODs, you know, like as I was figuring this stuff out. And, and it turned into a whole different kind of monster where it became this thing of like COVID happened. People were stuck at home, you know. People are like, I work from home all day. It's like having a coworker who's a completely awesome person, you know, like having a good friend that I get to work with all day, every day. Yeah. And then turn people, because I tend to be very real. Like, like I'm, I'm on here nine and a half hours at a clip. Like I'm not putting on a show. Like I have no time for that. I have no time. Like I haven't done that in years because I just don't care. Right. Like life is too short. It's, there's too many fake people. Like I'm a polarizing person. I know this. Like I, I know that I'm. I have people that are just like I just don't like them. And I'm okay with that. Like I'd rather people. I've always had a saying that I've always said is I'd rather people hate me for who I am than like me for something I'm not. Sure. And when you put on a show and dog and pony dance, and don't be wrong, people who have an hour and a half stream that have like a character they do and stuff like that, that's fine. I have no issue with that. It's entertainment. But for me, I have. I can't remember what the hell is going on. Right. Like I, I can barely remember what I'm doing and it's just five seconds half the time, let alone what fantasy person I'm supposed to be. And in turn, because I've been through a lot of shit and it's not like my life has been totally terrible and it's like, Oh, this and that. But like, I've been bullied a lot. I've been down those paths. I've been a total raging asshole to people. Um, nearly lost my wife and marriage and everything because of who I was and then things I did. And, you know, I've already been given more grace and mercy and forgiveness than I ever deserve as a human being. So I'm going to give it to other people because I needed it. That's what I needed was grace and mercy and forgiveness, not being told, don't do that. I already knew I wasn't supposed to do the stuff that I did. You know, I already knew I wasn't supposed to treat people like I was treating them. I wasn't supposed to be an asshole and an arrogant prick and intolerable and insufferable and treat people like they were less than me. And like, I was already told, like, I knew that. But it didn't help me being told not to do that. What helped me was someone being patient, someone being kind, someone giving me another chance, you know, and realizing I'm broken as hell. Yeah. You know, and when I realized I'm broken as hell, guess what? We're all broken. And the only person I can worry about controlling and trying to fix is myself and, and how I treat everyone else, how I show that to other people. And, you know, I've been down these paths. I've been down that road. And I know what helped me. And what other people really need. And some people don't want help. Some people are not going to want it. And that's fine. But I'd rather say at the end of the day, I got taken advantage of or, or shit on a bit trying to help someone than just turn someone away who just needed someone to say, I'm here for you and I will help you and I will tolerate you for a bit. And, you know, it, it, that's what people need more than anything else. And I do have my limits. I ban people from my stream sure. where I try, I talk. You know, and when it starts becoming, when they're disruptive to me, I'll deal with that. This is the way I was as a manager too. I will take that customer mother effing me and call me names and being a child, basically. I'm the manager, but I would not tolerate that from my guys at all. I would walk out. I would hang the phone up on them. If I heard that through speakerphone, I would tell them to put them through me. Or I would lay in people and tell them to get the hell off the property. And I do not care if you go tell my boss about that because I will gladly tell him what I did because I will not tolerate this. You know, and I'm the same way in my stream. I will tolerate it, but the second you become disruptive to my my viewers, the second you get rude, ignorant, you know, inappropriate, like that's it. That's the line. Like you're done. 
you know, like we can be civil, we can disagree about things, we can go back, but like that's that that's it. And there's been a number of situations over the year that's happened. And it's been very cool because like the people that have come to me, like either during stream, after stream, and private messages that are like, I want to be a better man because I see how you are. And I want to be a better person. And I am a better person because of you, because I see how you handle situations. And I realize I don't have to flip out and snap out. And, I, and I've watched their streams and watched them change and watch that, like when crap goes wrong in their stream, you know, like I watched them handle a situation. I went, wow. Like I was so impressed, you know, so impressed at the way he handled it. He goes, dude, that's because I've seen the way you do it. I'm going like, and to me, the fact that I've been able to have that kind of impact on people and lives and, 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 you know, like I had someone in my stream, like, like, I'm not going to get into names, all that stuff, but like the situation that, you know, you talk about with Zambies and stuff like that, yeah, where that person was in my stream and he was in there. He goes, man, I've been mending bridges all year. He goes, I was way out of line. He goes, I was totally wrong. He goes, what I did was wrong. It was inappropriate. It was uncalled for. He goes, I don't know what I was thinking. He goes, but because you're the only person that took the time to talk to me and show me mercy he goes, I want to be, you know, and it's just like, it broke me, dude. Like I just cried and cried and that day they broke me hard on stream. I cried <laughs> yeah. ugly, man. Like oh, it was man. like just the, the, the number of people that were like this stuff, you know, and like you said, it's, it's, it's cool. And like, and I'm not setting out to be anyone's therapist. I'm not qualified for that. All I can talk about is what I've been through, what I've done. And, you know, and that's the thing I want to be very careful. Cause I see a lot of people are like, Oh, you know, let's, let's, you know, it's like, no, 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 I'm not here to diagnose. And, and so all I can do is talk about the stuff that I've been through, the stuff that my wife's been through, what we've been through together and how we've gotten help and encourage people to get help. That's, that's all I can do. Because for me, people will always be first because there's enough crappiness in the world, you know? Yeah, being able to like the internet's so quick to cancel like anybody for oh, any man. reason any road of redemption mm -hmm. and um you yeah. you offer a road of redemption for people while like those people they like publicly will be able to like have like a, a step back into the world like like they they know and understand like they're not totally canceled either which is nice because like you yeah. can be really um you know firm and supportive but also like hey you know you know you fucked up and you know mm -hmm. like while these people they may they may never forgive you and i and i'm like i'm all about the road of redemption but i'm also mm -hmm. like never asking it for either because yeah. um you know i i don't i don't believe i know i i don't yeah compulsively forget <laughs> you know? yeah and for me, I, I forgive because otherwise I let them in my brain space and then it becomes, they get free rent and then it consumes me. You know, for me, forgiveness is for me, not for them. Because there's people that I forgive that don't even want forgiveness. And that's fine. Like, like that's why I forgive because I know how I get where I can become consumed so easy with people where I was, I used to be very much like that, where I was just so like, oh, this person deserves this, this is bullshit. Look at them getting ahead in life, and they deserve to get right, hit by a car, and I'm going to go flatten their tires. And like I began, and it would, it would ruin me. Like It would just ruin me. I'd be awake for nights on end just ruminating about someone who didn't even think about me at all, not once. Yeah. You know? I Very much the same. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. you know, I'm, and it's I, easy to get that way. And, and and you can just be so like mono focused into like vengeance mm -hmm. and 
you know, I've I've done some horrible shit to people who got on my shit list and like and and like I took it like way too far. Like way too far. And like there's no fixing that, you know, and I and I don't yeah. ever like I don't ever expect them I mean, you know, we're twenty years out now, so like young Heath yeah you know, they're not gonna hold it against me uh, you know i wouldn't did i fucked yeah. up bad <laughs> that was just me mm-hmm. and like you know it's it's interesting you know the older i get the less i want to be less i just want to be mad you know i want, I want people yeah like you know like my stream's interesting because it sometimes turns into like a fucking narcotics anonymous like uh you know yeah you know, because like almost all of the people that have been through know are in my stream are like in some aspect of recovery you know, they aren't instantly like in like an na or a program like they are stopping th- mm-hmm. we talk about that really honestly and that's uh you know it gets it gets really hard because so many of these people just don't think that are they have the value so yeah. when someone like you talks to these people who are you know, obviously like broken and yeah. really bad place and you, you give them value. Like it was, it was the reason why I decided to do the um, mental health video that I did because of the, the whole um, thing with, you know, Eenies and, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. you got unfairly put in, in the middle of it, but you did this thing that instead of just being like, fuck you, I'm going to light you on fire. You know, you, yeah. you sacrificed yourself and you did something really even brilliant publicly like it was um really cool to be able to see you navigate that and you know uh recently have talked to that person and um you know he he said that like if it wasn't for you like he doesn't know if he'd still be here right now. you were the thing that helped him realize like where he was at and that's like that's really impactful it's like you never, is, want, man. You, you never want to be that person to someone, but if you can, like, like, can give that somebody that olive branch. Yeah. Get them over this thing that they're damaging themselves on. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, because at, at the end of the day, and like one of the things I said is having someone like that who said, look, I was on the wrong side of the argument and I see where I was wrong. That person will always be more powerful to help sway people in, in into the positive side of the argument than just someone going, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, who's already on the positive side. And that that's the thing too, is because I've been on both sides. I've been that person that like was super shitty and stuff like that. And the thing is, is the easy thing to do in that situation was to, like you said, light him on fire, look like a hero and a badass for sticking up for the other person. And to me, it was like, they're both people. They're, they're both have value. Even now, I can't force anyone to change their mind. I can't force anyone to make the right decisions. I can't you know, do anything. And, and that's why for me over the past four years, oh, yeah, past four years over the past year, it feels like for you, like as many people have come through my stream. Yeah. Y'all oh, man. Yeah. It's, I crammed a lot of streaming in <laughs> and it's one of those things of like, I've only had to ban four actual people the entire time. And oh. for as many people come through there, it is absolutely impressive. And, and the funny thing is, is, like I was actually like I can call each one and the one I unbanned and gave him another chance and he blew it immediately. And I knew he I I, I wanna say I knew he was going to, but Son I pretty much was sure he was going to. But I said, guys, 
but the tone of his message privately was totally different than the tone of the messages in the stream. And he's like, his story made sense. You know, this little brother got in his count had been acting like a child and okay, that's exact. Well, he got right back in here and started doing it again. So I was like, yep, oh, you're done. That's it. Like he had like, I think two text messages in and then he was done. I had one kid. He was like, he fall. I don't even know why he followed me, but he followed me. Proceeded to just like tap dance on the keyboard, line after line, you know, just posting garbage. I banned him. Like he was in chat one minute and I banned him. I'm like, I'm not even talking. Like I love trolls. I love people messing with pretty much become being my troll. Being a best troll is how you become a mod in my stream. Like, like, oh man, you're trolling the hell out of me. This is hilarious. Mod. They're like, what? I'm like, yep, no, that's how this works. Like you make me laugh. You know, you're not being an asshole. Let's Buckle do this up. thing. You're you know? in it now. <laughs> yep. Now, now you're responsible for everyone else. You know, and that's like my wife is my biggest troll. Like she, like she's a long game troll. Like she'll put six, seven months into a troll. Like you have no, like she's terrifying. Nice. You know, and and yeah, like she's like a hero of the stream through and through. Like she was my first troll. Like 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 when I was streaming, it was like two weeks in. And like she would show up and just like start giving me shit. And like just it was like that borderline stuff where you're kind of like, okay, this person's just kind of out of touch. And she goes, honestly, I thought you knew it was me. Like, no, I had no idea. She goes, you were trying to be all nice and stuff. Like, I know, like I'm just like nobody's talking to me. You're here. You're the only person I got to talk to. And she is like railing on my music choices and just asking questions that were just like, okay, like what? And like, and it took me for like, it took me way longer to show to put two and two together than it was her. Cause she wasn't even trying to hide it. it. Just, she made an account, didn't tell me she made an account on Twitch. And now it's like, every time someone comes in, it's like, is this you? Are you doing this? Or do I need to ban this person? She goes, no, that's not me. That person's an asshole. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. But like, so there was those two people, the guy that gave me crap about having painted nails. Like I wasn't going to even ban him. Like I was just like, okay, this guy's one of the, you know, I was just going to leave it go. Cause it's, Man, my mods are like guard dogs. Like yeah. they have no tolerance because that level of positivity, encouragement and stuff, man, it was like boom, boom, like that. Like he had like, he, he mouthed off like three, not even like it was, it was so quick. Like I looked up and it was like all gone. I'm like, what just happened? You know, and like, yeah, no, we have no tolerance for him. You know, and I went, this guy's going to go in someone else's stream and, and bitch and cry about it. And without fail, he did yeah. to someone I multi-stream with and then continues to do it and stream to stream to stream. And it's like one of those things of like, that's there's just like and being a manager has been really cool because i've been able to read through people's bullshit like that's one thing as a manager i had to get really good at is read personalities personality types read through the nonsense be able to ask questions to get the truthful answers i know i need without them realizing what i'm actually asking them yeah you know where you got to ask questions that people will snap answer and go oh you know i had to get real good at that kind of stuff you know and and not ask accusatory questions either because if you go why did you screw this up? You immediately put people in a defense. Right, right. You know, and that's why I always told my guys when I trained them, let me, I said, if I'm coming to you about something that went wrong, I'm asking you for a couple of reasons. Either were you not trained it? Did I not teach it properly or misunderstand it? Or did you have a brain fart? Yeah. I said, because either way, I need to make sure it's getting done properly. I don't care that it happened. But, you know, if I ask you why you made a choice and you go, oh, that means you guessed and now I'm pissed. Yeah. I said, there's a difference between a mistake and negligent, you know? negligence is where you keep doing the same thing again and again and don't care you know if, if you can tell me like uh you know even if you go oh, i brain farted out on this one that's fine it happens i do it i'm the worst offender of it i do a lot of work all day i'm gonna brain fart all over the place all the time yeah you know and that's why with these mods and i just banned someone the other day in my stream and he was someone that was in my stream for like 
a good part of the year. Like he was a long-term viewer, like long-time viewer. And I don't mean just like following. I mean like a lot of hours watched and it was just this constant thing that got to the point that it came to arrears and it's just like, it's a shame that it happened, you know, and I, like, I, I, I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried. And it's just like, and I'm not looking to cause drama or anything like that, but it's just no, like, one thing, but it's only been four people all year and people are like, that's it. I'm like, that's it. It's either people step in line or they get bored because they can't piss me off because of my demeanor. Cause most trolls just want to get a rise out of you. Yeah. And when I go, Oh, hold on. Let me tell trolls love this, that when they come in and go, Oh, hold on. Let me, let me tweak your, if you would have did this as your troll, it would have worked a lot better and probably been a lot funnier. And like, like nothing makes trolls more angry than that. That when I'm laughing, right. correcting how they could have trolled me better and critiquing and rating and grading it, they just leave. Like, cause it, it's not getting anything they want out of because they're usually miserable and they just want everybody else to be miserable. And that one, he would come in and the first joke he did for the day, I didn't see it coming. I was like, okay, that was pretty good. And then he kept doing it. So I knew he already set the first one up. I knew where he was going. So I would deliver the punchline for every single troll that he was getting ready to do. And then eventually it was like, was that it? Are you still there? Was that the punchline? Was yeah. it good? Or was my punchline better than what you had anyways? You know, and he just, he just stopped responding and just left. Like, cause it was like, it was like, it went on. Cause like, there wasn't even much going on. I was bored anyways. And he was entertaining me. Right. And like, <laughs> well, and, and that's a funny stuff thing like about, that's hilarious. Well, that, that, that back and forth relationship is one of the best parts of streaming, especially, you know, while painting, mm -hmm. while you're like, you're literally oh, yeah. asking your viewers to watch paint dry. Like that is what's happening right yeah and 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 when you, when i think about the mechanics of us as artists stream you know like streaming that we're painting i'm like you guys i i, I hope you're doing something other than just being glued to the tv because yeah. like like literally like come back in a half hour it'll be totally different but like the people who are engaged in chat i mean that's the thing that keeps like the brain like nice and sharp, oh, yeah. but it's, it's, it's really interesting because like, I don't know if I've never, I've never had anybody cross line. I haven't even backed by bots and stuff yet. And that's the really interesting thing. I know so many people who like had tons of problems. Like, I don't know if it is the tone yeah. of your team. Like I, I'm kind of a, a, under the belief that like you dictate the way that people interact with you on stream. Like, and so if you're playful with, They'll play back, but like because mm -hmm. text is there, like there is this abstraction where you and in the end, so that that can be difficult. But it's really interesting to think about, you know, like I've been streaming for almost a year now as well, and like I haven't banned anybody. I'm not I'm not gonna sit there and uh, and uh, vacate anybody either, like because they yeah. they either know if they like me or if they don't. Uh, they get yeah. bored pretty quick. You know, they move on. And I'm like, that's totally fine with me. <laughs> and that's what I tell people. Like, you will find your tribe. Stay true to yourself. Do your things. I see so many people that are like, oh, I tried this and I didn't get any viewers. So I'm going to try this and I didn't get any viewers. And I always use this analogy of this pizza place that was across the street from uh, my one work. They opened up. They had a pizza sauce. I liked it. Other guys didn't. So people didn't buy it. Well, then he changed his sauce. Guess what happened? I didn't like the new sauce. So I stopped buying. And I remember talking about this. I don't get it. I keep changing sauce. And I said, buddy, it's like. People who tried it the first time and didn't like your sauce, they're not coming back to try it again. No. The people who did like your sauce, you've now changed it, so they're not coming back. I said, so you've already isolated two groups of people, so all you're going to have to hope on is a third random group of people come in and try your pizza for some that never had the first. You know, I right. said, 
pick something and stick with it. And that's why I tell the same thing with streaming. Paint, not me, I do art all day. Like I'm an artist. That's my first and foremost. I happen to paint miniatures as my primary medium, but I do canvas work. I do sketching. I like, and I'm not great at some of these things, but I will try anything because I show people, this is how I work through a new medium. This is how I work through things I'm not familiar with. Like I stream with Art of Bianca and uh, Tainted Eagle, her husband, Tim, and we'll do a multi-streams where we challenge ourselves to do stupid stuff and mediums we don't work with. And we're three professional full-time artists for a living who are just like fumbling our way through stuff. And it is hysterical. It is funny. It is weird. And we always learn something and go, that was actually pretty cool, you know? And it was, it, it's like, and I think people really appreciate that seeing because a lot of people are like, you've really just inspired me to try stuff. I'm like, perfect. That's all it's about. Right. Just enjoy what you're doing. It's not about awards. It's not about having to be the best. I said, every paint job you see in here is not going to be the best paint job ever. A lot of it's going to be kind of, eh, but I enjoy it. I do it. You know, I complete it. I move, I take, I go, what did I learn here and move on to the next thing? You know, I that's think all that's, we can do sometimes. And yeah, that's the healthy learning. Especially mm-hmm. every day that you're out doing it. So when you started doing minis, were you, were you a gamer first and then found yourself mm-hmm. getting into it? Or it's just like, like never gamed Never gamed still never gamed or is yeah. that uh, something well kind of i've never i have played one half a game of age of sigmar with somebody else's army at nova open which was just kind of like a goof off who cares what's going on kind of thing sure and then i had when i was going okay maybe i will play this i had like it's funny because I was known as a painter. I show up with a completely unpainted army that's not half the miniatures aren't even glued to the bases. And I'm throwing them on a the table going, what do I do now? Yeah. Uh, I went, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. This is not fun for me. I don't get it. Like, I love being around it. My like, I have buddies that are uh, Warhammer heroes. They're TOs. I help out. I love being in an atmosphere. I love being around it. I love the judging. I love the painting. But like the art is what drives me. The gaming does not like it's it's just a whole nother thing that I have to learn, get involved with and stuff like that. And kind of what happened was I walked into uh, my now wife and myself were dating. We were at like this little town thing near us. It's like the closest gaming shop to us. I happened to walk past it. They had a dragon in the window. And this was like 23 years ago. I was like, I want that. Walked in, it was like five hundred dollars. I was like sixteen, and I'm five hundred dollars. Yeah, right. And uh, I was like, and I'm a person like I want to know. I'm quizzing. I said, I'm not trying to be a dick here, but what's where's that price come from? Like, what is it? Because I was used to like going into the mall and buying a dragon figure for like 30, 40 bucks or something like that, like some cheap statue at Spencer's where they had fifty of them sitting on the shelf. And she explained it they was like a, it was a every um, single one of them was. Oh yeah, you kind of go. They were just chucking them from across the room it's like yeah we put them on a shelf <laughs> and the manager's going good shot that's hilarious you nailed go, it does anyone even work here you know it's like okay you know whatever yeah and she explained to me it was limited edition it was huge it was an old larry El- i think it was larry elmore golden dragon super limited edition like a beautiful piece yeah. hand painted i was like she goes we have dragons uh you know she goes we have miniatures you can buy and paint yourself i said perfect i was used to model cars and stuff like that i'm like perfect i'll figure this out i had no idea i was getting to no art background i don't i think other than like grade school i'd never even used paints like in an art sense at all you know like finger painting maybe but like never any actual like art of painting whatsoever no blending nothing yeah so i spent like 
$36 is all I had on me, or I think is what it was. I bought two Royal Partha Dragons and uh, was it two Royal Partha Dragons and uh, like five or six Citadel paints. And uh, that was it. That was all money. It was like yellow, white, black, red, blue, and I think maybe green. I think it was all the paints, like no primer, no nothing. Like I didn't know anything, you uh, know, and it's so funny because I still have both those miniatures. I had the very first miniature, one of those dragons I painted. That was the first miniature I ever painted. I still have it exactly how I painted it. I bought a new one of it so I can paint it now how I would paint it now and have a comparison from 23 years ago to now. And then I have the other dragon, which is actually sitting on my desk right here. This like little uh, blue blob in the corner here. Mm -hmm. I was actually just painting it today because someone, again, was like, what's it going to take to get you to paint that? I was like, why is everyone so interested? Because you've owned it for 23 years and have never painted it. Like, we want to see you paint this thing. They said, that's insane. How have you had a miniature for 23 years? You've never painted I'm like, I just have. I've always kept it. I haven't sold it. Like, it's it's like they were saying, like, they were finding it on because everyone's trying to find it now on eBay. They're like, that thing's like $80. I'm like, yeah. I was like, I was like, the other one was more expensive. It's like half the size. It's just super hard to get. And, uh, but I was like, yeah, let's just paint this thing. I said, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to pick some colors I like, and we're going to put them on there and see what happens, you know? And it's funny people go, and it's funny because people would duck out and people who aren't used to how fast I can paint, they go, I left to go vacuum the floor and get a sandwich. And that thing is almost done. Like it's like an hour. I'm like, I said, yeah, I was like, I said, 23 years of experience. What do you want? You know, it's yeah. like, this is what I do for a living. I have to be fast. Now, is it like take it to Capital Pout and hopefully I've meddled with it? No, no, not at all. Yeah. But you don't even. have to paint like that. You could paint okay. just to have fun. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. So, what is your sort of, I mean, what do you try to get people to do when it comes to, like, are you, are you trying to get people to push them to their this limit? Or are you just trying to get people to put paint on? Because those are two very different things. And so many people mm -hmm. get like, uh, you know, a lot of people have that like mentality of being the perfectionist of which like, I actually kind of like, and my hot take is I actually don't think a lot of people are as perfectionist as they say that they are. Um, yeah. Decision paralysis is more apt yeah. to what's going on because like, you're like, you're a perfectionist. It would bleed into a lot places of your lives not just yeah. your hobby but but what i think you don't have is the the confidence to execute whatever is going on um and so it's always it's always hard to like my 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 thing is just like put paint on the model yeah like if, if the if the jacket is going to be red paint it red like start there like if yeah. you know that this just is red do something do this <laughs> yeah i try to like simplify painting for people too because the problem is is a lot of people don't get to see what I do. Like you get to see the tutorial. You look on YouTube. Here's a how to paint video of non-metal metallic. We're going to rip through this miniature. It's going to be like a 15 minute video. And okay. You know, no one did that mention. I paint fast. No one paints like that in 15 minutes, you know, and obviously they're not pretending like they do, but you don't get a lot. I remember like the one, uh, I do a monthly paint along on here where we buy a miniature. Anyone can buy it. You don't have to buy the same thing, but we go over a certain topic. This one coming up is uh, on Monday is monochromatic painting. How do we paint a miniature monochromatically? What paint should I buy? 
it doesn't matter what paints. Like you don't have to use the paints I do. I'm going to teach you the theory. So if you want to use nothing but blues, you can use blues. If you want to use nothing but blacks and whites, you can do that. If you want to use nothing but pinks, I said, we're going to go over the theory so you can take whatever I'm going to teach you and apply it to any miniature. Because we, we talk about this a lot is, so we even touched a little is that a lot of people that get into this are not artistically background. They right. go, I like this little miniature or I want to play this game. And that's why I say to people, what do you, what do you want out of it? Do you want to compete? Do you want to have world-class paint drops? Or do you just want to get paint on a model to get some miniatures painted on a table so you can just play and have fun? Cause like my one client, he goes, if a miniature breaks, he goes, I throw it away. He goes, I do not touch models. I do not fix them. I do not paint them. I do not work with them. Oh. Like, Dude, I kid you not, like he sent me a picture. He's throwing garbage cans and miniatures away that he's got a commission because he's moving and doesn't want to deal with them. Like, like, and people go, ah, I get that, but that's not my decision. Like, like I get that, but that's that he has that money. He doesn't care. And he's talked about it in my chat. Like, he's like, like, and he's very open about it. You know, like he's very, very open about it. He goes, look, I, I, I make a ton of money. That's why I pay him to do this because I do not care you know and but like he has me doing like unique projects like the one commission is 1500 miniatures that's just one of his armies he wants every option for the table possible like like every option it's insane like it just keeps growing and like and like i love it don't be wrong it's great yeah. but like he so he goes i don't care if it takes years he goes i want what you do i want you to do it right <laughs> you're like you know, so everyone has these it's gonna take years <laughs> just so you know yeah yeah well I, i've actually hit a year i actually started his project when i started streaming last year is when i first started his work and uh i should finish it this year there's no reason i shouldn't unless he keeps adding it, it went from like a thousand to twelve hundred or about fifteen hundred miniatures right now wow and um you know, and he's a totally awesome guy. He's very down to earth, you know, but he's very realistic in, in what he does and stuff like that. He goes, I'd rather work and do that, pay him to paint this and play the game because I want to play. I don't want to paint because I tried that years ago and I made it determined I never want to paint. He goes, I don't, I don't, it doesn't interest me at all. Sure. He goes, I don't like it, you know, and just like the gaming doesn't interest me. So I told, I, I can relate to him on a totally different level like that. But I always tell people, what do you want to paint for? You know, so there's that. And then, the one paint along video I did, people were like, that's like almost three hours. I said, yes, it's a full paint along. I said, when you think about it, it's funny because you go, that's like three hours. But I go, if you ask me how long it took me to paint that miniature beginning and end, I go three hours, you go, that's it. But yet at the same time, you know, the video is three hours. You go, that's three hours. Well, skip through it. Like, yeah. what Like, what do you want? Like, like you, you want my process of how I did it. So this is what it is. You know, now I've gotten, I've kind of tweaked them a little bit. So now they're about an hour and a half video and stuff like that. And that one, I drug it out because like, I did want to paint slower for people, but in turn, I did end up with a three hour video, which Are is you not talking about the one OSL either. one. That so, so that was, I think that was about, yeah, there was the, yeah, that one might've been about three hours. There was the, uh, colored non-metal metallics I did. Um, I've not been really good at, I've actually stopped recording them because it's just like the computer stuff I'm using. It's not really great to record and <laughs> stream at the same time. So I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather have the stream there and have my stream be solid quality. And then when I get moved in my new studio room that I'm working on here, which should be Friday, um, I'm going to be in that new room. Uh, then my next goal is to start working on trying to buy a computer. If you can even get parts and pieces for a computer at just five seconds. So it might be like a little bit longer and stuff like that, because I do want to up my streaming game and mainly be able to, because there's so many questions I answer and things I do during the day that, uh, 
I could just record a snippet of 30 minutes and then put that up on YouTube later. It's just like, you know, a question someone asked, I give a little answer or the same answer again and again, and again, like, Oh, here's a command. That's the YouTube video you want. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question about what do I teach people back to the original question before I totally went all over the place, I'm going to be honest. I don't know what to do with my hands. Cause normally all day long, they're over here, like painting and doing stuff and making hand puppets and weird Dude, stuff. I've been playing and now with it's this bottle like, cap for like, I can't not fiddle, yeah. fiddle and fiddle. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. It feels weird sitting at this desk and not like doing stuff. And, um, but what I tell people is have fun painting. Like that's the first and foremost, you need to have fun painting. And then I try to make it and teach in a way that makes sense with people. Because when you're taking, nobody looks at a canvas and goes, I bought all these canvases for what? To play this game. What game? Canvas game. Canvas game. <laughs> I need to put paint on canvas now. You know, and it's like, but it's it's a very different because people who want to paint, they know that they're going to have to learn painting and stuff like that. Well, you have people who want to play a game or they might like this one model and they don't know how to, you know. So it's a whole different approach. Then, so the one book, uh, I'm trying to think who it was by. I think it was um, Betty Edwards. I think it was her, her book on color and light. I can't remember the name of the title. But she talked about, I think it was that one. There's two books I read at the same time, and I always confuse who did what. But they're both great books. I always recommend them. Um, but either way, the point is, she said, you know, someone who's learning to paint also has to learn to draw. You know, someone who's just learning to draw has an advantage because all they're doing is learning to draw. They're learning perspective. They're learning, not that it's missing. It's so easy. But then you add painting to that, and now you have perspective, drawing, color theory, light, shadow. You have a lot more. Now you've got miniatures. Now you have all that in three dimensions. You know, like people don't realize a lot of times that I can canvas paint. Like that's not what I choose. It, it's just something I did. I sat down, I did it and I go, oh, I, I can do this. You know, and I did a paint. Most of my stuff is very stupid and silly. I know this. That's where I reside. It's what makes me laugh. I don't care. Well, I did a photorealistic uh, cat portrait for a viewer who showed up and asked if I did stuff like that for her cat that passed away. I said, I'll tell you what, I will do it. If you like it, you can buy it. If you do not, and I don't do it justice, no harm, no foul. I said, because it's not my specialty. I did it and I was very proud and people went, oh, holy shit, you can paint. They were like, honestly, I, I didn't think you had the ability to do this based off some of the stuff. I, I said, I know. I said, I'm, I know what I'm doing. I, I paint stupid on purpose. I was like, <laughs> I was like but that was one of my favorite comments because people, it suddenly changed people's perspective that just because you don't see me do that stuff doesn't mean I can't do it. And, um, you know, but I, I tell people it, it, it's more about having fun in, in, what happens too is you see space marines and go, well, I bought space marines and they have to be ultramarines, so they have to be blue. And then people get stuck into this thing of they have to be these certain things because there's certain box art. And I always tell people, you like ultramarines, you like the blue, paint them that way. That's fine. I was never into that. I took a lot of slack for a lot of years because I painted everything wrong. And I always tell people, I heard a lot of no's. I always tell people this to encourage them. I've heard a lot more no's than I heard yeses to get to where I'm at. I said, now the yeses are coming because people see that I do not care that I'm doing it wrong and I keep doing it. Like for Creature Caster, the first time I poached Creature Caster before they had their program and stuff, I said, you know, I, I, I would curious if you're ever looking for studio painters because if you don't put yourself out there and ask, you don't know. Right, of course. And they straight up looked at me and said, your stuff doesn't fit our aesthetic. Now they're like, do you want to paint this for us? Yeah. And I go, yeah, I'll paint that for you because they understand I paint crazy ass colors and people go, holy shit, that's really cool. And they really want that, you know, and it's not even technically super impressive. It's just, I just do what I like and what makes me happy. That's and I've had a lot of really, 
understand the paints and like values. So like, oh, I'm I love the like turquoise blue hot pink stuff it's it's oh, so fun it's so easy i mean purple i think is probably my favorite color to paint with mainly because it it doesn't exist so it, you can't do it wrong there is no like science yeah. behind purple to do it wrong whatever the fuck you want it's in the zone it's fine like that's the stuff that makes me super excited but like when i saw your um your necromancer dragon I was so glad that it was so different than everything else. I was like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. It was like the cotton candy Necromancer dragon. Yeah, and it's funny because people are like, what the hell is this? I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. It's like, it's just like, I, I, I love what I do. I love doing weird stuff. And in turn, and it's the other thing I tell people too, like, because I get a lot of questions about, you know, whether it's from hobbyists about how to paint, how to break that down. And so I said, are, are you, you know, and I asked them, I said, what do you look for? And so when people ask for feedback, I always talk about what they did right, what I like about it, where they're on track, right, what they need to continue. And then I give them one or two small pointers because you can break it down and be like, like you're trying to critique it like it's getting ready for the golden demons. Yeah. And they're going to be so lost and confused. It's like, look, if they understood half, of, like even half of that, they'd already be doing it. I said, you got to walk them into this. You know, not they want more intensive, you know, full breakdown. Oh, and I never give it unless people ask to because there's no point in that. A lot of times people don't want it. They don't care. And it, they don't need it, you know, and, you know, it's like one of those things of, and then I get people that are like, well, I'm thinking about doing this for a living. I said, okay, now we have a very different conversation going on. What do you want to do for a living? You know, because everyone thinks that like, it's, don't be wrong. I make it look fun because I'm having fun. And it took me a long time to get here to the point that I get work that I want. Sure. And it's because I did not give up on the color schemes that I want. I tell them, it's like, if you do not want to paint ultramarine space marines, do not fill your Instagram with ultramarine space marines. You're going to get a following for that. You will get people who want that from you. I said, the only time you ever see space marines really post on it that I paint is when it's like a display quality piece that I really had a lot of fun doing because that's the kind of jobs I want to attract. I don't want to attract endless Smurfs and Evelyn's Black Templars. I've been down that path. It, it, it fries me. Yeah. You know, black tempers are easy, but they are no fun to paint, you know, and I've turned down work. You know, I've said I've, I've, I've turned down contract work. I've turned down work that was guaranteed because I go, I, I can't do it. It's soul crushing for me. Like, I'd, I'd rather risk not having work than do this work. And now, granted, I am fortunate that I do have enough work that I can do that. I am very aware that not everyone's in a place to do that. You do have to work into that. You can't just quit your job and go, I'm going to paint this for a living now and have no following, no I don't want to say fan base, but no, you, you know, way of getting out there because people are like, how do you, yeah, you there, the there is that me. too. You, you hit a brick wall the second you quit your job. <laughs> yeah. And that's people. One of the questions I get a lot too is, is, uh, how did you convince your wife or were you doing this before you met your wife? Like, no, I've been married for like 17 years or something like that now, mm -hmm. maybe eight going on 18 years. I don't even, I have to I always forget. Like I'm so bad in that. Like I know the day I got married, but I'm so bad with the year. So it's always got to like, wait, uh, it's going on 18 years. Yeah. Something like 18 years coming up or something like that. And people are like, wait, what? Vote. You look like you're 12. I'm like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, people are like, wait, you don't even like, I know that's, that's, that's like when people go, how old are you? I'm like, okay, how old do you think I am? They were like, uh, like, okay, let me, fry your brain here i've been with my wife 23 years and they're like uh they're like were you married at like 10 i'm like no no 
And they're like, you're, you're that. I'm like, yeah, I'm older than I look. I have baby face. I said, that's why I have facial hair. So people don't ask me if I'm lost and I need my parents or not, <laughs> you know? And, oh yeah. Like I look, I look, I look real young without facial hair, like really young. Do you have kids or is and, it uh, just, just the two of you and animals? No. Kids. Just Dude, the two of us and animals. No, dinks, I'm, I'm man. a man child. That's enough children running around house. I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. And no, like, we, like being self-employed will wear on you like that. That will be a thing that will age you, <laughs> but it ages you in a mm-hmm. way that is way more graceful than kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, this is way less stressful than what I was doing as a manager. Way less. I always say the only thing I miss about being a manager is the money. Sure. And there is no money in the world that will make me go back to that. Like I will never go back to that job. Well, you know, I'm glad and I was good at what I did. Like that was the thing. I just, it was miserable. Well, it, it, I'm so glad that this has actually worked and been something that, um, you know, you can do day in and day out. Like truthfully, yeah. like I would love to paint or, but I would find myself, um, the second I get a job that I just really, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I would like, I, I would be punting, you know, deal because like i know my uh, yeah. what my emotional weight is on something like that and you know it's 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 hard enough as it is just you know, day um but like to sit down and be like okay for the next three hours i'm gonna it's like i i i don't i don't self-motivate that well so that's why i like i you know i like being able to explore this hobby and explore different different aspects of it because like you know the miniature wargaming community is really really interesting because they they have a yeah. really specific mentality about painting and models mm-hmm. um and the D people have their whole thing uh as well and like i love I, I love being a tourist in all of those places yeah because uh it's amazing the stuff that you can learn somebody else and somebody else's you know psychosis and neurosis you know to you totally inspiring you like i i've oh yeah i've i've definitely had a couple things recently where i'm like like with like the gunpla commute like the the you know lengths that they go to not have to Mm -hmm. paint those models where Mm -hmm. i'm just like like paint the model who gives a shit (laughs) you know like i've I've watched like people build gray models and then paint them up beautifully like just do it like they will bend over backwards to have the most like perfect, you know, no nubs, no weird discolorations oh to the plastics. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and 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 that's in its own right really inspiring to look at oh, yeah. these tiny pieces of plastic as something beyond just being a, to them. It is like the meditation yeah. is the expression, artistic expression. It's been fascinating. Hey. Teach me what you got. <laughs> yeah, it's been very, very cool because some reason I've been getting a lot of gun plot people piling into my stream too. And it's very cool. That's one of the biggest things I, I, I attribute to a lot of my success too, is that somehow I've, I've bridged this very broad audience that wonder in my stream that it's not just miniature painters. Miniature painters actually make up a very small part of my community. Like yeah. I would say very small. They're prevalent, let me say that. But so many of the people I talk to day in and day out are people who don't paint miniatures that don't have miniatures that have no real desire they're just like i 
just like watching you like you know and it's just like but it's cool because i get to expose new people i've got people go i got into miniatures because of you like i saw what you were doing and i just started doing it because you made it look fun and easy and like you make it so much less intimidating and it's very cool watching this because then and that's the thing I try to include everybody is that Gunpla is just as applicable with miniatures, which is just as applicable as historical gaming. And, and like I have skill modelers that hang out. Yeah. I have people who do nothing but 2D art that hang out, digital art, because it's like this art. And that's I said, we are an art community. I said, I do not care. I don't care. And I always say this, I don't care if you do macaroni art and it makes you happy. Post that shit in my chat. I want to see what I want to see what makes you happy and what brings you joy as an artist and what you love doing. And dude, it has been such an amazing year and it has nothing to do with my growth. Like that's been awesome. Getting partners has been awesome. The success I've had on has been awesome, but the people I've got to meet, the people in the industry, the friends I've made, the artist friends I've made. Uh, so there's an artist named Chris Reiniak, uh, one of my favorite artists of all time. And he does this really kind of cool, like, um, like, hold on. I have his. He does this really cool, like, uh, kind of like chibi monster kind of stuff. Oh, nice. And uh, he does things called daily scribbles where every day, like, I mean, he draws day in and day out, like where every day it's like scribbles and stuff. And he has these coloring books, more in scribbles. I was, and just because of just the community that like has grown here and the people I've met and stuff like that, well, one thing I started doing was I, was, like, I tell people, get some coloring books. Play with colors on coloring books. I said, it, it's two-dimensional. You just get an opportunity to just have fun. Just play with colors. Try color schemes you never would. Things you, you, you wouldn't normally do. I said, it's relaxing. You don't have to think about drawing anything. So I started this one. I was like, we're just going to do a coloring book, guys. I pulled this out. I'm just going from the front of the book, working my way through. I said, we're just take a break. I need a mental break. We're going to have palette cleanse. We're going to do something that's totally mindless, where I guess to just play with colors and try something fun. So I pulled this out. I sat on a desk and I was in his own talking about what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, why I'm doing a coloring page, you know, while we're taking a break, how this can relate to miniatures, how it can relate to other art and painting, like, like trying to like pull in inspiration from everything for people that it just doesn't have to be one thing that you practice and stuff. Well, apparently someone photo screenshot that went to Instagram, tagged the artist who has a thousand followers on Instagram and then tagged me in it. He said, Oh, he's on Instagram right now painting this. I'm in here and I'm painting away and stuff. And I look up and I go, hey, dipshit, look at your chat. And I look up and I scroll back up and he goes, hey, it's me. It's Chris. I drew that. That's my drawing. I did that. I'm the one that did that. I'm here. Hello. Hey. I'm going, oh my gosh. I'm totally I totally fangirled out. Like, I don't. Oh, yeah. And it's like, and it wasn't even. And the funny thing was at that exact moment, I was like talking about it. But I was also like out in left field going, I wonder if he ever gets on twitch that'd be kind of cool if he showed up one day here and there he was because someone in my stream tagged him and he saw it and he showed up and hung out it was the coolest thing because it was like 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 it's just it's it's wild like i and that was like that like the very end of the year like i was like this year just really can't get any better for me because it was like one of these things where it's just being able to like touch base and it turns out another one of my viewers is friends with him and like a totally unrelated and he was there giving him shit just like he gives me shit all day, day in that out. And he's like, oh my gosh, dude. Like, yeah, I've known him for years. Like, like it's it's endless back and forth with him. And it's very cool because it's just these people that they've seen what I do. They like what I do. They like who I am. They like the positivity in my stream. And they just want like, guys, you got to get in on this. Like it's, 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 
is become this like really meeting ground where people are just like, hey, I'm popping in, popping by and just saying hi real quick and got to do something else. You want to see what I was working on? Oh, absolutely. Keep yeah. on trucking and stuff like that. Because I know people are busy and stuff, but it's been very, very cool. That's my favorite part is the community that's grown here. It's just like, because I'm tired of gatekeeping. I'm tired of miserable people. I'm tired of negativity. I'm tired of, and that's one thing I said. I remember watching very early on, uh, like a, uh, a video game streamer, a really positive one, uh, Carl Sagan 42. He does like these Mario troll levels. Absolutely hilarious. He's like a bioengineer of some sort, PhD, <laughs> something like that. And he'll be there doing these Mario troll levels that him and his buddies make for each other to just be dicks. And it's the funniest thing. And he'll be talking about bioengineering and just playing this level like it's nothing. And he talks about like a lot of life stuff, a lot of science. And I really enjoy him all around. But he's usually very, very positive. Like like when he loses, like he laughs and free. Like he doesn't freak out, mother effer, ah, I'm going I'm to kill your dog. Ah. You know, he doesn't right. like lose his shit. Like. Because that stuff's not fun for me. Like that stuff is just like, oh my gosh. Like, why are you even playing it if it makes you that angry? That's why I don't play a lot of video games. Because like video games are for me to, to decompress and unwind, not frustrate myself. But then, oh, you've tried it a hundred times. Then you get it right that one time. Yeah, but I tried a hundred times and was pissed off a hundred times. But like I really enjoy him. But I remember watching one stream where like, I don't know, he'll have like a thousand viewers where he dumped those into someone who had no viewers. And watching this guy just break down, like just lose his mind, where he was just a guy just doing what he loved on stream to no one. And I went, I want to be that guy. I mm -hmm. want to be that streamer. Not, not the guy on the receiving end. I don't care about that. Like, I want to be the streamer who has a shitload of people to dump at the end of my stream that other people who have no viewers or very few are just growing or just starting out. Yeah. They go from having 15 followers to 110, 120 people, however many I can dump in into their stream and just watching them break. It's and so, it's I've so done that. It's so important. Like, if you can oh my gosh, do dude. that, it's amazing. And, yeah, and, and not that I won't ever rate other streamer friends that I think people should see as artists that are already doing well and stuff like that. Yeah, because we are friends. It was a great community. I will absolutely do that when I can. But to me, it, it means so much more to be able to keep growing a community and go, you're new here. I remember the first, and people go, oh, it took me a couple of weeks. Okay, I want to put this perspective. My first couple of weeks was 90 hours of talking to no one, you know, in two like two weeks so like it's not just oh i stream for two weeks at like three hours a week no no like it was like nine and a half hours a day for two weeks of talking to no one where i look up and see this viewer hey will you be my friend okay you're gone by and like i literally would do that too because like i like for me if i don't laugh about it i was like did i come on too strong and like <laughs> i have a viewer who found me like who still comes in my chat every day and i'll make that he goes no he's not kidding he did that like it was weird like it was just he goes but like people just kind of like like i always go people just kind of like hang out to see what weird shit's gonna happen yeah and it's like one of the things that like and i tell people like i don't know how to tell you this like and like i've had friends that like i had a friend from high school actually pop in chat he goes no this is exactly how he was in high school like there's nothing has changed like at yeah. all like this is just like it doesn't and i tell people like this doesn't shut off when i go home with my wife like like she deals with this shit all of the time like it never stops and it's just and it's like one of the things like like i'm going to have fun in life it's it's too short to be anything else not that the, you've seen me get serious in stream people have seen that when it's time to get serious and people it's people we will absolutely do that but in the meantime let's laugh let's have fun we'll be here for each other and it's just been this really cool journey and it's very cool because like like i said like i put everything into this you know like my and my wife like i was saying earlier like people go how did you convince your wife to do this 
you know, how did you talk her into it? I said, I didn't. My wife told me to quit my job and do this. Like she's been, like she believes in me. And like she said to me, she goes, what pisses me off the most about your job is the fact that I know that you can do anything in this world that you want. You are one of those people that can just do anything. And you're sitting here wasting your talent at this stupid ass job because it just makes money. And she goes, you're miserable. It's you're so much more and so much better than that. And I was like, and we found this building. It's like 4,700 square feet, so much more than I'd ever need. And in turn, I'm going to rent out space to artists who need space to do it for a couple hundred bucks a month. I'm going to keep it as cheap as I humanly can just to make it work. Because I'm not, because when I was looking to rent space as an artist, it was like $1,200 for a cubicle. And I had to be there the hours they dictated. And I went, that's insane. I bought my building for like almost nothing. Like it's a fixer upper and it's slow and I'm doing it all myself because I'm not going to have all these investors who want all their hands in a pocket because then I end up having to charge a $2,000 a month for a 10 foot by 10 foot room, right. which is cheaper to buy a house here. Like it is literally, it was literally cheaper for me to just go buy a second house for like less than half. Like my house, I live in, I have a couple acres. We have a huge, and it, it was less, it's like half of $1,200 a month. Wow. Because I live in Nowhereville, but I was like, what do you guys, like, where's your pricing coming from? You're insane. And then I had to have a portfolio. I had to have an art degree. I'd have like three letters from other professional artists. Like, it was like, who do you think you're going to attract here? Like, like I appreciate the art nature of what you're trying to build, but you're too business oriented with it. The understanding I said, I'm going to do it my way. I saw this building. I saw the opportunity. I talked to my wife. She goes, I want you to have this building. She goes, I want this to happen. And we drained everything for it. Like everything is on the line with this. Granted, I do have the building that I can sell if it comes to that, which is because uh, I'm not stupid either. I will try and make as many decisions because, but in my mind, it's, it's either sink or swim. You know, it's either I'm going to succeed or I'm going to fail. And if I'm going to fail, I'm going to do it on my terms, my way. And at the end of the day, I will say that I tried. I'd rather be my deathbed saying that I tried than be my deathbed going, I made a shitload of money. Didn't keep me alive. I went on Didn't a couple good him. trips. <laughs> yeah, and that's just it, you know. And it's like I've had like this has been one of the craziest years of my life. And it's just been like it's like it's like one of the things of like everything I've ever worked for, pushed and challenged and 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 strove for and everything I've ever wanted to be is happening. Like it like it happened. And like someone goes, well, what's your goals for this year? Like like Cause like, like I, I hit all my goals last year and I go, I don't know. I don't know what's next. I have no, cause for me, partner was like, okay, you need to do this, this, this. And then after that, it's like, it's like a job interview. They have to like you cause you're a face of Twitch and, or basically you just have to make them a lot of money and be a raging asshole yeah. and be a gamer. I'm not saying all gamers are, there's plenty of gamers are totally awesome. They're a partner, but it's like, that's your office either be really likable and a nice guy or a girl or woman or whatever. Yeah. Or be an insane raging asshole who makes them a shitload of money and they won't care what you do. You know, well, it's like, that's kind of like and the to choices. Be, to be partner on Twitch, we should, uh, you know, for people who don't understand what that means. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Tw Twitch is the only um, platform that asks for exclusivity uh, and gives you, mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, real, like, tiered goals to, like, get to a point where you actually make a platform. And being partnered is... Uh, streaming, I think 12 days a month, set, yeah. uh, having concurrent viewership of 75 people every, yeah. every stream, uh, mm -hmm. and one other one. I can't, it's like so, so many hours. Cause they don't want you streaming for 12 days for like 
30 minutes, you know, yeah. like they want you, it's, it's so many, yeah. So it's so many hours, so many days a month. And then yeah. over the course of 30 days, 75 concurrent hours, I stream 48 hours a week. That's 75 concurrent viewers. I went, that's a pipe dream for me. Like that's, that's going to be so huge, difficult. Huge hurdle. Like that when, when, yeah. when I was watching Reiner do, do his push for partner mm-hmm. and like, I thought Reiner had it. Like you looked at yeah. his numbers and, and saw what mm-hmm. it did. And, um, I, I was like, I, th- I thought he had it. And it, it really like struck me as like how hard that, that hurdle was. And then you know, yeah. I got thinking about like um being able to monetize YouTube as another like really high like hurdle to get into. It's yeah. 4,000 viewing hours, 4,000 viewing hours, which is a lot. Uh, and, um and a thousand subscribers, which the thousand subscribers is it's a hurdle but like that's that's yeah. less of a hurdle than getting four thousand viewing hours because you have to have something yeah. that fits and um yeah. and so it's interesting to think about like the 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 gatekeeping of the platforms uh mm-hmm. you know because like i never thought you know twitch it was always a thing that um oh you know, i always liked what i did there but i never thought it was going to be the thing that like made me money um, yeah. and the, the little bit of money I was making off of, which I actually found myself just flat out resenting because it's like, either don't give me money <laughs> or, yeah. you know, like give me lots of money or just don't like, give me Amazon credit. Like, I, like literally the like hundred dollars every two or three months. I was like, that's not cool emotionally to go through that, that yeah. hurdle, especially when you're it's like, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And, and. Um, you know, br- uh, not brush for hire. You're brush for hire. Um, I'm brush for hire. Uh, oh my God, Ryan, why am I useless? Wizard. There we go. Oh, useless wizard, yeah. Ryan was like, it's not a job. Don't look at it as a job. And I was like, yeah, yeah but it's kind of a job. <laughs> like, like yeah, the effort is be. a job. <laughs> and so I don't know, like I've, I've had to, I've had to renegotiate my, uh, relationship with twitch uh i tried to get them to allow me to do the stream because i was like i don't want twitch to be my only home since seeing as how i can only stream really one day a week because my job yeah. takes me away and then whatever i'm trying to do with the, the podcast or channel up the rest of the space so it's like like i can only do it one day and i would rather appeal yeah. to a broader audience and make less money because i i'm like you it's the community the Twitch community yeah. is amazing and I don't want them it to is. go anywhere. But there's a whole nother community of YouTubers out there and people who enjoy stuff on YouTube. And I'm like, and I'm leaving them in the dust because of like the opportunity to maybe make $50 yeah. a, a month. And I was like, this is, is insane. It is <laughs> it's one of those things of like, people don't realize too, like now you, okay. So the way it works is, you, you, you can, anyone can be streamer. Like anyone can just start streaming yeah. and then you hit affiliate. If you agree to the affiliate contract, then you have the exclusivity. Now you can stream other places, but you cannot multi-stream simultaneously. And there's a 24 hour exclusivity. So anything I record today, I have to wait 24 hours to upload anywhere else. Right. That's the affiliate exclusivity. Now partner, I cannot stream anywhere else, period. Like I can't multi-stream. I cannot stream anywhere else. I can upload videos to YouTube. That's fine. I think actually now as partner, I can actually direct upload from Twitch to YouTube. I don't know. I have to look into that. There's so many things like I don't, I don't even know. Right. But like, like I, I am not allowed to stream anywhere else, period. Like anywhere. Like that's it. That is like, if this was live streamed on YouTube, I'd 
I could potentially end up losing my partnership, you know? Right. So, but I know, I know it's, yeah, which would absolutely suck, but it's like one of the things too, you know, it, it's one of the things that's really cool and you do get more benefits as partner. That's why a lot of people seek it out. And for me, it wasn't the money. Like I wanted more emote slots, honestly, that was my biggest thing. I wanted emote slots. Like I wanted more emote slots. And, uh, that's my like funniest thing is like, I, I just filled out all of my emotes now. Like I have, I, now I'm going, I need more emote slots, you know, but, uh, you know, you get more benefits, but like there is that because even once you hit that 75 concurrent viewers, there is like an audit period where it's typically about six weeks is what it takes. They'll watch you. They see how you operate. They see how your viewers actually are, the kind of community you have, um, how you carry yourself. You know, it's like a job interview that's very one sided. Like, yeah. and people, it's not like a job. Like, I was a manager. It's a job interview. I assure you that. Like, I've done job interviews. I've hired people. I've fired people. Right. This is a job interview. Just because you're not answering questions doesn't mean you're not answering questions for them. <laughs> and that's where it becomes very tough because what happens is too, a lot of people will hit that 75 concurrent viewers in 30 days, but the previous days might have only been like the previous 30 days might have been 50 you know, because they rally people, they got there. And a lot of times they'll say, well, we want to see, cause I've had people, I was asking a lot of people, they're like, no, I got denied because they said they want to see three months in a row of it because like they were barely paying it or they had one day that dropped below it and stuff. They said it gets very, very stringent. And that's why like my realistic plan was not to even be partner until like sometime this year. Yeah. Because I, I heard how like, like Jan, like he applied, like he says, he can't even tell you how many times he applied. I think he said somewhere around 15 was the average, the number yeah. of times he applied. I heard it was a lot more than anybody him. else that I've ever. Well, most people's like three. Yeah. His was like 10 times that. <laughs> yeah. It was brutal. Like, and it was wearing on him. It was absolutely ravaging him. And like, he didn't give up. Like I commend him for that shit because that was like the thing. Cause I've known people that were like, yeah, I applied three times. They said, no, I'm done. You know, and like one person I know is partner. He goes, yeah, he goes, I stopped applying because they kept denying. He goes, I just kept plugging away. He goes, I started averaging 150 viewers and I wasn't interested in partner anymore. I didn't care. He goes, and I got an email where they asked me to be partner. Right. They start putting in a front page because my numbers were so high and they, they were worried that like, you know, because they got to the point they're like, oh, wait, we can't lose this guy. And that's why I was very, very shocked because I was mentally set up. And that's why I didn't say anything to anyone about it. Cause I wanted it to happen naturally. I didn't want to get, I didn't want to be telling her, Oh guys, we're doing partner. And then I not get it. And then I get depressed, you know, because I know how I am where if it just happens and I don't get it, then I don't feel like I let anyone down. Yeah. You know, it just came and went and I can try. And that's why like, when I got a yes after two weeks, I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. And then people are like, what are your next goals? I go, I don't know. Like there's no concrete goals. Like, like partner was a concrete goal. Now I have no concrete goals. I don't know what to do you know well, like i know what i would like to do i'd like to have 60 emote slots and have ten thousand subs a month but like you know like yeah i'm not gonna beg people like like i don't ask for subs like i appreciate them i fully love them i support like i can never say thank you enough for them i'm always absolutely shocked for how many i have like yeah. it blows me away every single day the support the outpouring because like i also tell people too when we talked about this at the very beginning i tell people do not measure your success based off of my success. I'm not saying you can't do what I do. I'm not saying you can't have the success I did, but I'm very aware that mine is very unusual. Yeah. That it, it, it's one of those moments that I somehow, I just, you know, I struggle. Like, I don't like, I don't want to say I'm lucky. Like I'm, I'm, I'm aware of what's going on, but I can't tell you like how I did it other yeah. than like I show up and I just be myself in front of the camera. That doesn't help you in understanding that. Now, there are things like my, my stream is janky. Like, I'm very aware of that. 
there's a very calculated jankiness to it. My camera image is very crystal clear. The rest of the stream doesn't really damn matter because I don't care about the, the alerts and the weirdness that goes on with that. I don't care about having stuff all over the screen. Yeah. I will break my stream in a heartbeat trying to be funny. I've done it in the past where I've had to go, well, stream over. Let me restart my computer. Please don't leave. I'll be back. I'll be right back. I've done that in the middle of stuff trying to, yeah, trying to be funny where I go, well, okay, this computer cannot handle this joke. I need to wait to a new computer before I can do this joke again. Yeah. You know, and people are like, I was talking about that today. People are like, oh my gosh, I remember that. That was so funny. <laughs> like, that was so dumb. I'm like, I know. It was so bad. Like, I just destroyed it that day. Because it was like a multi-stream with like CMBs and Mike Disney. It was like right in the middle of it. And I'm like, oh, this will be funny to do. No, it, no. it wasn't funny. It wasn't. I mean, it was funny, but it was very, very dumb. It was very dumb. Well, I mean, and it I was like one of the things being brave with your stream, though, I think is part of the reason why people like, you know, it's not like you're always like falling apart or something like it's like no. the fact that like you are like, like, like me, you didn't know how to do it right. So you're everything that you do, you're just going to like experience and have fun with whatever yeah. works, works. And if it doesn't. Right again, go back. Like, like the the when yeah. the expectation's really low, all you can do is have fun. Yeah, and and thing is, I think it makes it approachable too. And like I always tell people, like if you watch my stream, I don't have shit all over my screen. There's no donate, there's no subscribe, there's no counters, there's no nothing because I have no problem to do that kind of stuff. But I watch a lot of people do it just because every other streamer does. So it'll be their first stream, and they have crap all over the screen. They can't even get donations yet. They can't even get subs yet, and they, and they already have those things up on the screen which is fine. You want to do it that way, do it that way. And I'm always very careful. I'm not bashing people. I said, but if you don't feel like you have to do that to be a successful streamer, because I've had more people tell me they watch my stream because I don't have that stuff. They go, it's just painting. Yeah. That's all it is. And again, I will never bash anyone that has that stuff. That is hundred percent. Okay. I'm okay with it. It does not turn me off when I watch a stream, but I've seen streams that are so cluttered up with stuff that the painting is the least amount of space on the screen. Everything else like, like, 50% of the screen might be painting. The other 50% is just everything else crammed on there. And it's yeah. like, why? Yeah. Like, like, like it, it dude, makes I'm the for... same way. Like the only thing that I have on mine now is I have a chat, the chat box, because I feel yeah. bad for people who have just hopped in and they don't know what people are talking about. Cause like, that's a, a weird thing. Like you can't scroll up on chat and yeah. Twitch uh, on YouTube. You can, if you, wherever you hop in, it loads up the whole chat history. Yeah. You can go back, um, but on on Twitch, you are like if, if and especially if there's something really, it seems like you know in streams yeah. like yours, like oh you'll be gosh. in the middle of telling the story and people are commenting and like there's this like actual like excitement happening and if you can't go back and look at what it is, it's really oh, like man. you feel like totally lost. Oh, my chat is insane. Like my chat, people are like, I don't know how you keep up with this. My I having my wife goes that's your adhd superpower honestly she goes that's that's pretty much wise because because people go i don't understand you give up with chat and you never stop painting like you you don't stop like you just keep on trucking on no matter what's going on yeah and i said because it, it i said it's muscle memory i said it comes to a point where i don't really think about what i'm doing and in turn i get bored painting but the chat keeps me not bored you know a lot of that is is as i said you guys think you're entertaining me you as like or you guys think that i'm entertaining you i was like you're absolutely entertaining me yeah i was like because otherwise i just sit here and i talk to myself and trust me the conversation doesn't change much than what i'm talking about now except i'm the only audience and you can only laugh at yourself so much you know and it's like i get people are like because 
what I started doing is doing uh, ad breaks when I go like go use the restroom and heat up my lunch real quick. I throw up a three minute ad break. I'd like look, I appreciate you guys sitting through it. You know, it helps me out. I get revenue from it. It helps people for like the next 30, 40 minutes not have to see an ad that might want to potentially check me out. I don't want to sit through that. I said, plus, all I have is up is is my potty break screen, which people are like, your thing literally says potty break. Like, you're, I was like, yeah, I'm not graceful. Like, I don't care. Like, what do you, people know what I'm doing. <laughs> Guys, I gotta go back. I gotta, I'll be right back real quick. And I run out of there. But like, I'll scream the whole way through my building because it's huge. Like, I'll just scream the whole way through the building because I find screaming hilarious. Well, I realized very quickly that people can hear that in this room from all over the building. <laughs> and people are like, oh my gosh, they're like subbing to you not to get the ad so I can hear your screaming the whole way through the building is the funniest thing. Like, they're like, this is so worth the sub alone. I'm like, that is so weird. Like, but, like it's, this, it's this interesting dynamic too and i see a lot of streams where like people don't interact with the chat like yeah. at all and they wonder why there's no chat it's like well because you're not interacting with the chat like it's it's and you don't have to stop what you're doing and, and cater to them on any level like like a lot of my mods it's funny because like we're talking about like breaking things and trying stuff like my mods have a newspaper command that anytime i start touching the keyboard they they type in newspaper and it smacks me with a newspaper because i'm not supposed to mod or touch anything like that's what we're here for you, you like stop it just stop doing that like every time you touch it something goes wrong like I, I know like i did something to obs the other day where windows were popping out but i couldn't get them to get back in i go why won't this little pop out go back in where it's supposed to be and now it's like in tabs and now i, I can't get the not be tabs and i can't see the thing i need to see to switch like it, it's so screwed up and i don't know how to fix it i'm going i shouldn't touch it because it's still usable because if i touch it it's probably gonna permanently break and then i'll be really screwed like i don't know what's happening here and they're like, why did you touch? I'm like, I didn't mean to. I accidentally clicked on it while I was dragging something and it dragged this and now it won't go back. They're like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, dude, I, like, I know that feeling, man. That's always the worst where you accidentally like pull out the chat bubble and it like goes behind <laughs> the window and you're like, oh shit, where did it go? <laughs> yep. Yeah, and it's like, I'm using a Mac right now because I bought Mac for the color correctedness, for the art, for, you know, what I bought it for, it's great for. It's not great for streaming. So anytime I start touching anything, it's like, do you really want to touch this? I go, no, I don't, but I need to fix it now. And they're like, you're really tempting fate here, buddy. Like, I know, Mac, but please don't burst in the flames in the middle of this stream. Please wait. Like, I just need it to work. So what, what video camera yeah. are you using? Because you do. You have a really good crisp uh, stream, but I'm, I'm yeah. looking at your setup there, and I don't recognize that as like, is it like a handy cam that you yeah, yeah, I use an actual camcorder. It's a Canon Vixia HFR82. Okay. You know, it's 1080, 1080p. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's a legit camcorder, you know. And that's like one thing, because I was like, I was looking at that stuff, and because I have a Logitech C922, and technically my first stream was like in December towards the end of it, as soon as I got internet hooked up here at my building. And uh, it was like five minutes just to test off the camera. I tried it with my Logitech C922. And I was like, no. I was like, uh-uh. I was yeah. like, this is, this. and I had bought, I already had this camera, but I was like, okay, well, the webcam's plug and play. Luckily, this thing was plug and play too. I already had the Elgato cam link thing. So all I had to do is plug it in and it worked. Nice. And so I set this up and I was like, oh, no. Instantly, I looked at it. Like, yeah, I should have never even tried the webcam. That was stupid. This camera is flawless. Like the and like people are like, and I have a buddy who just invested in one. He goes, "Oh my gosh, dude!" He goes, "All the colors are correct." I'm like, "Yes, 
I said, I don't, I said, I don't mess with the settings. I don't touch. The only setting I touch is exposure because it will fluctuate as I do different chops. Sometimes if something's prime black, I want the exposure to be brighter so you can actually see the detail on a black prime thing. Right. You know, and if something's totally white for some reason, I turn the exposure down because it will just blow out the camera. So that's the only setting I'll touch throughout the day is the exposure to take that up and down. Cause some of the colors I work with are very wild and very, very bright. So while one, one customer's paint job was fine 10 seconds ago, this paint job I'm working on now will absolutely blind you if I don't change that exposure. <laughs> Other than that, I don't change color balance. I don't change anything. You know, I tell people I paint under 6,500 K temperature lights for my light arch. They're 95 plus CRI. So they're color color rendering index or whatever it stands for. So they're color corrected lights. Basically, once you hit that 95 plus, anything you put under there is going to show up the correct color. You know, you're not going to have, because people go with well, the temperature of the bulb. LEDs are different when it comes to temperature of bulb. Right. A incandescent 5,000 K bulb is different than a uh, um, halogen, which is different than the fluorescent tubes. LEDs are very different in the way they display light. So it might be a 5,000 K bulb, but if it's like 70 CRI, your colors are going to be skewed all and dolled out all over the place, you know? So, you know, and it's not like these are that much more money. It was only a couple bucks more to get that 95 plus CRI, yeah. but it makes my color like I don't have to wear it. Cause I hate screwing with stuff on the computer. I hate it. I hate it on every, every thing within me hates it. So if I can buy something physical, that's going to help save me something I have to touch on here. I will absolutely do that. Sure. You know, and that's why for me, it was so worth investing in the gear because it saves me on the software side of it. That makes me want to like just jump into traffic. Yeah. Well, and like, I've realized that like, you know, I'm really envious of like, what like any minis and Zambi's just got a new camera and she's excited about it. I'm really envious of these new cameras, but like I bought a new webcam because like I had a really garbage webcam that did a decent job. I was shocked at like, I, I got like the Logitech video and that's my top down cam, the cam that I'm using now. I'm yeah. in a dark room, Chloe, but like on the table during a stream, I'm like, yeah, that that's an expensive webcam, but it's, it's amazing how much better the colors are. And yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, like I, I have to like actually turn down the saturation a little bit because I had to yeah. set up everything was just a little gained out and i was like man this is great this is like actually having to fuck with these settings and oh yeah oh yeah probably one of the nicest camera setups that because like anytime i see i find a new streamer and i go oh what are you using uh there's a streamer zadie uh z-a-y-d-i or no z-a-y-d-i-i zadie um i remember catching her stream out i go what camera are you using because it was super crystal clear and super well color balanced and stuff. She goes, I'm using a C922 with a uh, light ring. So she had the light ring, uh, like the light ring pointed straight down and a camera straight down through the middle of the light ring. So everything was enveloped in it evenly. I was like, this is really, she goes, yeah, she goes, I'm a photographer by trade. So she goes, I have, she goes, the camera controls nothing. Everything is controlled manually through the computer. All my light, all my white, she goes, it took a while to get it calibrated. But once I did, nothing gets touched. She goes, my white balance is set and calibrated. She goes, to you know, everything. And she did, that's what I told people, like, you do not have to have a setup like I do. But if you're willing to mess with the software stuff, you can get a $100 webcam and like a $20 light ring and get a really nice setup. Sure. You know, it takes a little bit of tweaking, but you can do it. I hate messing with that stuff. So for me, this was worth it. Because I knew I wanted to eventually do YouTube videos. So having a 1080p camera 
was very important for me. That's, that was why I went with this because I wanted simple. I wanted the recorders, wanted to do what it's supposed to do. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to mess with everything else. I feel you. Uh, are you planning on doing much more with YouTube or do you think that because the and the people that it does is YouTube something? Um, I definitely do want to do YouTube. That was kind of my plan was, especially with the monthly paint alongs was to record those, edit them down somewhat and throw them up there, you know? But what's happened is because of the limitations of, of streaming with the Mac, I cannot get a really good recording of that. And then the stream suffers and stutters and stuff like that while I was trying to record at the same time. So I just said, okay, forget it. I'm just going to build my new computer setup and I'll worry about recording all that stuff when I do that. You know, like I'll worry about it then, you know? So I do plan on doing YouTube because I do want to do tutorial videos. I want to do them the way I do them. I want to do them weird. I want them to be entertaining. Like I have some ideas that are just very strange. <laughs> And I've run it by some people and people are like, oh my, oh my God. Like, yes, that you need to do that. Whatever the hell that is, I will watch that. I don't even care if I learn anything. Like, it's just strange. I'm like, I know. Like, like, have you ever seen a miniature painting video with a lot of gratuitous blood? You will. You will. <laughs> you know, why does it have puppets and blood? I don't understand. I'm like, I don't know. I just thought it'd be funny. I, I mean, you know, I, and just like. Some of my most favorite YouTube stuff that I've found this year is Craftsman. I don't watch craftsman oh my bit. gosh craftsman's so good it's the best craftsman. it's absolutely the best actually my wife uh oh so good uh ebon steady crafting. oh that's awesome <laughs> steady crafting his and, videos are um, so funny it, did you ever watch reno 91 yes you remember craig the trucky river uh, killer who made his uh, screen door out of human hair and Trudy, Trudy was dating. Oh. Him. No. no. Uh, he has his own news show three times a week. Oh, and it's, man. it's one of the funny, because it's that character doing Craig's news live. And, uh, and, I'm going to uh, have to check that out. It's insane. Uh, and I've had this like whole, like my favorite YouTube stuff actually isn't what is good youtube stuff it is the exact yeah that's of what the the algorithm wants you to do <laughs> oh i know i have to search and search and search to find stuff because it's like they just want to feed you video game crap endlessly and don't get me wrong there are some video game feeds i watch where it's like especially like uh there's a on barry a bug civ ryan there's a number of those guys that do uh gta online role play stuff and they set these snares and they are so funny. Like they do one where they'll do like five PD or code zero will be like four of them are cops. One of them is the criminal running and they play these insane characters because they have characters. They always role play on her, but then he'll be the criminal for the day. And like, they'll pull him over and they have some of the funniest characters. And it always turns into an insane chase where cars are blowing up. And mm -hmm. then they all, they always end up shooting. Like no matter what it is, it could be like a, a, a 10 mile an hour speedy ticket. Take him down, take him down. And they're shooting a guy in the back of the head because it's just like the only way they know how to stop the track. Like, it's just insane. Like it's just, right. it's bonkers. Like that's funny. But like most of it, like, like you said, their algorithm is so broken. And someone did actually get a video. Um, they said, I cleared my cache. I logged out of YouTube. I'm basically logging in like it's the first time with no user stuff because I want you guys to see what YouTube shows very first time log, like a lot of it. And all it was was NBC, CBS. They said, these are networks. They said, it's yeah. not even people creating stuff anymore. They said, he goes, you have to search. So he goes, and that's the problem is 
they're moving further and further away from making it about the creators. And it's so much harder to get monetized on there. And when you are monetized, you make so little money. And now, like, it's one thing I like Twitch. I can sit there and go and just scream the F word all day long and still make money on Twitch. They don't care. As long as I'm not violating terms of service, they don't care. Right. YouTube, oh, you said the F word, you're demonetized. You, you no, did this, you you're demonetized. The you they talk like people talk okay. about like shit okay. that like like oh I don't want to do this I'll get demonetized. Actually, you know what will get you demonetized? Talking about mental health. We spent the whole time and I titled yeah. it like like this is how you get over addiction. We would be demonetized. Otherwise, like yeah, like as long as you don't say the f word thirty seconds into the video because like oh, is it thirty seconds okay it's, it's thirty seconds and that that's how short people's attention span is that you have a thirty second window to not say fuck like like oh, man. and after that like they don't give a shit like I that's like so, so I'm finally now monetized on YouTube and I'm oh, and I was like man. oh I'm never gonna make a dime off of this and while like I'm still like ad revenues garbage um I'm starting to multi stream now uh I I rescinded my affiliate agreement uh with oh, nice. twitch because like it was such a little amount of money anyway i would rather yeah. stream to the community and and i and i have a patreon where if like if people want to support me that's the best way because like you get to see all the weird like me what i'm thinking about doing and you get to tell yeah. me it's a bad idea <laughs> which is good i need that sort of help um and so like that's like that's how i would rather interact with fans and on my first stream on YouTube, I made more money off of Super Chat than I do in a oh, typical awesome. month uh, on on Twitch. And oh, I was wow. like, this is really weird. And that's not Good that's not going to be the typical thing that people get because YouTube, you're right. They've made it so hard for people to get monetized yeah. that like if you were to go on there right now, you would be starting at square one trying to get monetized on there. And yeah. it's just oh, like, yeah. it's so unfair when people actually are doing the the work and putting in yeah. the effort into growing these things, you know, it's, um, it's, it's interesting. Cause when I see people like you, I'm like, let's get you in front of as many people as possible. <laughs> like people need yeah, to watch our stream. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love it. And it, and for me, like, I understand my nature, like YouTube videos, like my appeal and my strength you know, I'm not going to say just appeal, but my strength comes from that instant interaction with people. Like that's, I play well off of people. Like I play, my humor works off that way. My, my wit, my comebacks, you know, like, you know, my interact, like that's where my strength is, is, is the Twitch interaction right then and there, yeah. you know, and YouTube videos, like I have my whole mindset for YouTube videos is very different than what I would do for my Twitch stream. Yeah. It's going to be stuff I do for me to make me laugh. Like if people want to watch and laugh, great. It's going to be weird as hell. I understand that. I don't care. It's just what I want to do. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it's going to be very weird. Like, and I cannot wait till I can do that. But like, um, like a picture I sent you in the, uh, so the room I'm in right now in this building is 10 foot by 10 foot right now. The new room is like 19 foot by like 36 feet. And that's gonna be my main streaming, streaming, recording, kind of like all the room in the world to do stuff kind of room. And I'm supposed to be in there like Friday this week. You know, that's my goal because I'm going to be doing body painting on my stream this Friday with someone who is brave enough, foolish enough, doesn't know what they're getting into multi-streaming with me. Just don't show uh, the feet. <laughs> she was kind of, yeah, yeah. She was kind enough to uh, say yes. And I told her right off, I said, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be weird. It's going to be very weird. It's like, going to be weird. Super weird. 
yeah, it's like, you do your thing and I'm going to do my thing. I said, I'm not going to disrespect you on any level. And she goes, I just wanted because that's one thing she said. She goes, I just want you to know because of the body painters. And I was like, no, I was like, there will be none of that. I said, right. those jokes don't fly. I said, I will ban people in an instant over that garbage. She goes, I kind of thought so from checking out your stream for a fee. Yeah. I said, I have no tolerance because I've had people make jokes like, oh, yeah, she's only got so many followers because of two big reasons. I'm like, well, I'm sure if you ask her that, she's not going to say that. You hear yeah. me? And they got very quickly that we were not going to go down that path because I don't care if it's true or not. I don't, I don't care. Like, right. that's not my prerogative. Like, and she might think that I don't know. I can't say that, but I'm not going to let somebody else make those statements for her or about her because right. I, that's not fair. I was like, that's not fair. It's not right. And like, I have no tolerance for that garbage, Yeah, you know? And, you know, and, and, Here's the thing is like some of these streams I go, I don't even know how these people make money in your stream. They don't do anything. They just yeah. sit there and blabber at the camera and be entitled and people give them endless subs. Whatever, good for them. If that's what people are entertained by, it's like anything else. People watch Jersey Shore. I will not put that garbage into my face holes on any level. Like right. people are like, well, that's what makes it funny. It's like, no, no, it frustrates me that there's people that run around like that. Like right. I'm not watching it. Like I get that it's a train wreck and a flaming, like it's it's like a 50 car train that's nothing but flaming dumpsters in every car barreling 300 miles an hour off a cliff and people are like that's what makes it funny that's what agitates me because then people see that they replicate that and then like like it's not like an isolated comedy it's reality even you know it yeah and people love that stuff they're entertained by it and i will never bash anyone who watches it you know if that's what entertains you and you like it great you know i don't but, care but like but i don't this get is it. the right this is the right reality tv the Twitch yeah. hanging out, watching you do something like I, I was telling yeah. my wife about it and she's like, I, like my wife's 10 years older than me. And she, she's like, it reminds me of uh, public access TV. And I had that moment of like live streaming is public access TV. YouTube yeah. videos is public access TV. I was just like, holy shit. Like, because I remember it watching is. public access TV and having such a great time as a kid being like, dude, these guys are like crazy as hell. What are they doing? Like you can oh, never figure it out. And, 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 and I think that that's the exciting part of Twitch and, and YouTube and just content creators mm -hmm. are allowed to explore those things. And have that's, fun. that's my favorite part of it. Cause I watch less Hulu. And I canceled Netflix because I'd rather watch people making stuff on YouTube that are just being genuine or just doing because they love it. I'd rather watch Twitch because it's people doing it. And it's funny you talk about public access, access TV because I remember watching, um, it was public access. It was like some lady who had some show where it was like math tutors and people could call in and they could get help in their math problems. And I remember sitting there with my mom watching this because she's like, I want you to watch this because she that that was like, I was good at math. Mm. And we're watching this. This lady's trying to work out the problem. Like, what the hell is she doing? And this guy, this kid was on the phone and she's like, are, are you understanding? And he just went, ah! just like total meltdown. It slammed the phone down. And this look on this woman's face was just like, like just total, like her holding this whiteboard, just like total, like did not. And I'm dying. Like I am on the floor laughing my ass off. Cause you could tell it wasn't like he was trying to like be a dick. Like he just snapped because he just wasn't getting it. Right. His only response was just like screaming. And then just slamming the phone down. It was the funniest thing. It was so horrible, but it was like, because it was live. It was live public access television. You can't make that stuff up. And it was nope. just like, what is happening?
I mean, I think you just got yourself a new idea for, you know, whenever you feel like you need to like change it up, you know, just put up like a, a like a, a link to be able to do video chats where you come in and just like try to help people math all day. It's a f- fucking oh man, that'd be so funny. <laughs> but my problem is, is I wouldn't like, I always said, if I ever had a kid, I'd just teach him words wrong. Not even necessarily bad words, just incorrect uses of words because I'd find that shit funny and then I'd ruin his life and you know, I'd be arrested and the kid taken away because that's just how I am because I find that stuff funny, you know, but I probably will incorporate that now somehow. Cause it's like, I like doing characters and stupid voices and stupid stuff like that. And people, I guess I started doing Karen and apparently people really like that. And they're like, Karen, I'm like, no, no, we're not going to wear this out. That's Karen's got to get saved for special moments because, uh, people will get, my wife is like, I fucking hate that. She goes, I want to stab you every time you do that. That is so damn annoying. I said, that's what makes it funny. She goes, it's horrible. She goes, I hate, I hate it when you do that voice. I hate it so much. I'm like, I know that's what makes it great. Cause it is horrible. And it's like, I, I ran a character by my wife last time. I was like, Hey, I come up with a new character. She goes, what? It's like, there's, it's special for the, uh, auto warranty companies that your, your extended warranty is coming. Cause I mess with scam callers on, on, on stream. I don't know if you ever caught that or not, but like, the, especially the IRS ones that, Oh man, like I'll, I'll get them going and people are like, oh my gosh, dude, that was, I was like, yeah, it's like, there's a way they look for certain mentality types. And if you cater that mentality type, you can string them along. Yeah. If you pretend like you're scared, like you don't want to go to jail and stuff, I'll play in it. They're like, oh my gosh, dude, like you came up with fake names. You came up with like, yeah, it's just, you just roll with it. I said, I said, but if you watch the stuff that I come up with is very close to reality, just wrong. And when you base it off some mentality, it's much easier to sell. And they're like, holy shit. And like, I had this person go and I said, and I gave him fake social security number, fake, and they were pulling up all this stuff. And I was like, I was like, hold up, let me ask you something real quick here. I just gave you a fake name, fake social security number and like 67, 80 people that are watching me on Twitch want to know how you managed to pull up all kinds of stuff. And you could hear the silence, her yelling for a manager, the manager yelling at her and them, them hanging out. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> like, it went on for a while too. I had them go and it was great. But I got one. I haven't messed with the extended warranty people in the automobile because I hadn't had a good character or voice or any story for that one. Because the IRS one is easy to mess with. Those people sure. are great because you know they're just trying to get money out of you. So you can string them along because they'll put up with pretty much anything. Yeah. But I got a pretty good, I ran it by my wife the other night. She goes, oh, that's, she goes, that's good. I'm like, I know, I can't wait. Like, I'm not going to spoil it, but I can't wait to use it because, and now I'm sitting here every time, I'm like, why is the phone not ringing now? I'll never get nothing. But, there was one, it was like, oh, do you want to make $10,000 a day from home? And so I kept hitting through until I could get to someone because I wanted to talk to someone. I wanted to see how long I could string these right. lunatics along. Well, put, it went straight to voicemail. So I proceeded to leave this voicemail about how I was trapped in the trunk of a car and this is the only thing that I could get a hold of. And I, I was doing sound effects and I was like, if you've seen my dad, let him know that I love him. If you have seen my son, I haven't seen him in like 16 years. Tell me he's still a stupid asshole and like all this like insane stuff. And I was pretending like I was slamming the desk, pretend like I was going over speed bumps and just like, oh my gosh, it went on and on and on until like, I just ran the voicemail out until it just disconnected. I said, can you imagine what this person's going to think when they check this voicemail? It's going to be awesome. It's oh, like, man. I don't know if someone did it, probably deleted immediately, but I had a good time. You know, I, I think only people our age, like really understand like the golden era of prank phone calls. And, uh, and, oh, and I hope yeah. that's a gift that you give to younger. Bring oh, back yeah. that sense of humor. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. And there's a right way and a wrong way to do it, too. Like calling people at 2 a.m. and just be like, I want to jerk off on you. <laughs> like, that, what? That's not even funny. That's stupid. That's sexual harassment. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's just late. like, that's. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's 2 a.m. too. Like, I don't even want to be up that late. That's like, it's like, like, what time is it now? We got. Yeah, like right now, I'm usually crawling into bed, you know, yeah. and it's just like I'm old. Like, like, I know I'm not old, but like, look, like. Like, I know I used to have friends like, hey, you want to come watch a hockey game? Okay, one, you obviously don't know me because I don't watch sports. And two, it is 11 p.m. on a work night. No, I don't want to go out and watch the hockey game. Like, yeah. I don't want to watch the hockey game on a weekend. Like, you're out of your mind. It's like, that's the last thing I want to do. I'm yeah. married. I want to be at home. I'm over those days. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, like, I was, ugh. We, we have gone, like, well past the my my hour that I shoot. Or and, <laughs> and uh, I, I suspected this would be a, a thing that would happen, and which just means yeah. we have to talk again later on. I normally oh, ask I people, I love this. Like I, I normally ask people what their like big hairy audacious goal is, but like you have already told us your goals. You have like you yeah. like you. It's so inspiring to know that like you have this vision of what, and I appreciate that. And like I, I don't even know if I can, uh, uh. I can't, I can't understate how important that is to me. No, because I think that that's a really doing this. You're taking it seriously and, yeah. uh, and you're doing a great job with it. Glad that you're make, make the art space and the, so so much better without you. Thanks man. Huge vacuum there. Thanks uh, man. That means a lot to me. That's, and that's what I want to be. I want to be a force of positive. Like, I don't want to just be positive. I want to be a force of positivity that people see what I do and it sets the bar high. And I don't even mean for streaming, for quality picture, for painting, but who I am, how I carry myself and how I build people up. And that, and I'm seeing it. I'm seeing other people following my example, like Bone Shooter in my stream is one of those where he'll be like, hey, found a new streamer is like 10 followers. Let's bombard them. Perfect. Nice. You know, we, we do that and people like my, my viewers have gotten used to go, Hey, I just found someone. If you're looking for someone to raid, they have like one viewer and like 15 followers. Can we rate them? Oh, perfect. That's the exactly what I'm looking for. You know, and, 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 and they get excited for that. They get excited because I get so many raids where like, I'll get like 115 people dumped in my stream and I'll look up and after like 10 minutes, I'm like five viewers more than what I had before because everyone leaves, yeah. which is fine. Like that's fine. Like I don't care. Like it doesn't break me. I'm yeah. a big boy, whatever. But the thing I love about when I dump people in my stream, you always get the people that have other people they want to watch at the same time. I get that. that that's fine. There's nothing wrong with leaving a raid. Right. I'll make that very clear. I'm not shaming people for leaving a raid. Right. But it's very cool when I dump like when I dump like 110 people into someone's stream. And after like 20 minutes, there's still like 75 people there. And they had one viewer before that. That is insane. Like I'll watch rapid fire follow 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 and watching these people just break into tears or like where they've been talking to no one for days you know and watching people break into tears where they're just like uh, and, and they just can't talk i'm like hey calm down relax show us your art what are you doing just show me what you're doing just keep it simple <laughs> and we had this one kid one time we rated this kid and he was a kid and his parents his, his parents were there that was the one thing too because like Parents have to be there. Yeah. And he had like no one. Like he was at his kitchen table. His mom was cooking dinner in the background. His sister was running around or something like that. And he had just started painting miniatures. 
I'm like, let's do this thing. We, I think we dumped like hundred people in his stream and it was like his first stream or something like that. And bone sure had led him along to keep him on just for a few minutes long, a few minutes long, a few minutes. Hey, what are you working on? Oh, show me your future product. Dumped him in there. And this kid lost it. Like he's like, mom, mom, there's like any people. And she goes, what? Why? What are you doing? She goes, you're such a good boy. You're so talented. I'm like, yes, you love your mother. She goes, give me a kiss. She goes, no. I'm like, you kiss your mother right now, right now where I'm leaving. And it was like, it was so funny. The kid was awesome. Like he cracked me up. His mom, his, and then his dad came over. He was like, dad, ah. it was so funny. His sister's trying to get in on it so everybody could see her. It was the greatest thing because it was just like these people that just like, you know, he's like, wait, you do this for a living? I didn't know you could do that. I'm like, yeah, you sure can. You can do anything you want. Yeah. You know, and that's why I say it. Like, I will always encourage people when, you know, like, and if I had to, to answer your question, though, because I know we did talk a little about this, but if I had to answer my question, one of my goals is I want to be one of the biggest art streamers on Twitch. Like, that's a personal goal of mine. Like, I don't know what that would look like. I don't know how that would happen. I don't know if it's even achievable doing what I do. You know, if it doesn't happen, that's fine. Like, I'm so happy with where I am and where it's going already. But like the fact that the growth keeps happening, people keep coming in and the community keeps growing. And I don't want it to be, and more importantly, I don't want it to be about me. I want it to be about growing together as a community, finding that positivity and finding people because some of these groups have become so toxic where you post something up and go, your paint's crappy, your paint's thing. You need to learn to do this. You need to blend better, you know? And like, cause I get that on my pictures I post, you know, like people just post stupid stuff without even, it's like, Someone per said, I would have preferred to see this and that. I said, well, you're more than welcome to hire me to paint you one. Other than that, I don't know what to tell you, you know, because it's like, it's like no one asked you. Like, yeah. like, I don't care what you prefer, you know, like it, it, it's not your piece. You didn't paint it. And guess what? I sold it. So someone else liked it, apparently. Right. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, and, and like, Facebook is good for that because you look at a Facebook. I belong to Facebook groups that have like 20,000 follow things. And you look at some of the highest posts that have likes and it'll be like 20 likes. How are there 20,000 people in this group? And what it is, is people just post and don't care, don't interact, just post and don't interact. And don't be wrong, it could be tough because there's a million posts going on a second in Facebook because it's a total cluster, but there's no community. It's just people going, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. And that's why I want to grow something different. That's it. I saw this and it's easy to get caught up in bitching about stuff or we can be the change. You know, as I say, be the change you want to see. Absolutely. And that's what I choose to be. You know, that's what I'm choosing to be in my life is being the thing that I want to see. I want to see positivity. I want to see encouragement. I don't want to bitch about stuff. That's easy. That's the easy way out that everyone goes, oh, yeah, you're so right. Okay, well, what's that helping? Someone once said that if you're, if you're talking to someone about your problems that cannot help you with them, you're just complaining. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I'm not talking about having that friend that, that can be that ear to listen, because that's important too. I'm just talking about the people that will just talk, 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 but do nothing to change yourself, their situation. They don't go to anyone that can change anything. They just, you know, and that's, that's, I want to be something different. I want to be that bar that people can see. And that was the coolest thing I realized very quickly when that situation happened all that time ago in my stream, that people were like, holy shit, that was my biggest fear ever happening in my stream. But I no longer fear that because I see how it can be handled. I see yeah. something different. And, you know, I have people message me going, man, I've had people in my stream where I flipped the hell out on them and I regretted it. And you showed me something completely different. I have so much respect. And it was very cool because these were people that had been streaming for years and I was nobody. Yeah. Like I came on a scene as nobody and just said, I'm here. Deal with it. I don't know what to do. You know, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm here. I'm here. I have seen you know, some like, I'm going to do my thing. Stream. And, and, some old, some of the old old guard 
they are fragile as fuck. Like you're just like you guys. They like, are like it's a whole new world as the way people and specifically COVID like brought a lot of mm-hmm. shit front forward. Like now the audience base yeah. is like ten times the size that it was, which you have ten yeah. times the problems. Can't handle just a little bit. Like if this thing keeps on growing, it's gonna overgrow you. I think you have the right personality yeah. to like you know surf that wave of positivity yeah we're gonna take a couple bumps along the way and we're gonna get wet because it's the fucking ocean but it's the fucking ocean you know like you you have this like great like i i I, i've always love when i sit down no way it's gonna be a great time i appreciate that and that's what i want i want it to be like like i said we can get serious and like if people like i don't want drama but if people are having a problem, like, hey, my mom died, I'm having a bad day, my depression's acting up, you know, we will talk about that. We will get into that. We will be supportive. We will be here for you because sometimes people just need someone to know I'm here for you. And that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that, you know. But like people with the drama and stuff, like I said, I didn't even have the banding guy that was bagging on me by my nails. My mods like got on him like guard dogs because they have no tolerance for that. And And like I said, too, I was like, look at me. Do you think I care what you think? <laughs> yeah. Like, right. like, look at look at me, dude. It's like I'm insane. Like, I get like like I, like I there's nothing you can say to me that's gonna hurt me. I was like, I used to tell my guys when I was manager, there's two things that will make me lose my mind. When I ask you to do something, you tell me that's not my job. I will choke you out in front of the boss. I do not care. I will drag you to his office. I will choke you unconscious in front of him. And I told my bosses this, and they laughed their asses off because I said, "I'm very simple." Or say anything about my wife. Yeah, that's it. That's the two things that will make me choke you unconscious. I said, other than that, we're not going to have a bad time. Yeah. And I remember one time, one guy, he, he gave me attitude because I asked him to do his job. And he literally went, <clears throat> as a grown ass adult, he did that to me as a manager. And I guess I made this face of contortion of just pure rage in that moment where I was going to reach through the speakerphone and choke him unconscious through a speakerphone somehow. And I remember my guys, because that was still a newer manager, they went, Holy crap, dude! That was like horrifying. I said, "We will never say anything about your wife ever, ever." Yeah, because well, we they, they push- like, I'm not a yeller, I'm not a screamer, I don't freak out. Because my thing is, when you have those people that just freak out and scream about everything, nobody takes them serious. It's like an angry chihuahua, but people might go, oh, "Okay," and they leave them alone because they just don't want to deal with it. Like, no one's scared of a chihuahua, but people leave the chihuahua alone because it makes a lot of noise and they just it's not worth dealing with. You know, managers that do that are like that. But when I raise my voice the entire place stopped what the hell they were doing because it was so unusual. Like I had people that were a problem. I said, how about, how about you knock the fuck off right now? And they were like, and they put down what they were doing and stopped it. And they were like, I've never seen him respond to anyone. I was like, that's because I don't normally get like that. And he knows that he pushed every damn button I had at that point in time because I just had enough of it, you know? And there's a reason why I am like I am, you know, it's just like, it's, it's like, there's no need for it. You know, I find people that are more calm and cool and collected all the time way more terrifying. Uh, yes, it's the like the ser- serial killer sort of like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, Sean, and I as should, you, you haven't figured out, like I'm, I got diarrhea of the mouth, and I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I love it. I love it. I mean, like that's the best part about all of these murder basement. Episodes. So many of us, especially right now, not being able to get out and hang out and go to cons and all, you know, like, like we, especially us extroverts, we need this. So, you know, yes, talking. Yes. 
something again. It is late, and I should. Oh. Yeah. Oh, one last thing I will say. I kept saying all day, I was like, oh, guys, I'm doing an interview tonight on uh, murder time in a hobby basement. I'm going, no, wait. Damn it, that's all right. It's it's hobby time in a murder basement. I kept saying murder time in a hobby basement all day because like that just like I have verbal dyslexia, so yeah. like things just get come out all which makes for hilariousness. But like it was like oh man, it was like this is a very different show. I love very murder different time show. in the hobby basement. That's like <laughs> like I've <laughs> I've often thought about changing it and seeing if that would change anything. Uh, you know, oh man, like I've got merch made. Like why change it? We. Yeah, I mean, we could always do a special episode of that sometime. The Dexter themed so. episode where you just make a kill room. Oh man, like, this is how to make a kill room. <laughs> <laughs> well, my studio. Okay, so the building I bought was an old recording studio for a new station. So my garage is soundproof, like it's dead proof. Someone's like, because I was talking about putting my compressor, they're like, "Holy crap, Dexter! Why do you have a soundproof garage?" I'm like, "It it was here when I bought it." But yeah, no, I mean that also makes murdering easy. Much easier. <laughs> Joking, well, there's no real murder going on here. Holy crap. Yeah, it's the internet. <laughs> oh my god, I thought he was such a good streamer. Then he's killing people. I mean, that's that's how you would break terms of service, is you'd be like, I forgot that I was <laughs> I forgot to turn off my cam. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened. He put down his paintbrushes and just went and murdered someone. It's just like I mean, where Stabbed got him? him in the temple with a that's paintbrush. That's <laughs> size three. Went that's right a joke for the body painting on. <laughs> That's a joke for body painting on Fridays. Whose body is it? Is it still living? It's like, it's mine. It's mine. I can't find any volunteers. All right, buddy. Well, hey, we'll definitely catch up soon. Uh, Do you have any links or anything that you want to uh, promote? Brush for hire everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. It's it's, it's like I'm consistent. People are like, I'm brushforhire.com. All spelled out. No numbers. Nice. And they're like, how did you do that? It's like, I've been going by Brush for Hire for like 18 years online. Like, it's pretty easy when you grab it every time a form pops up. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, you're the first person on the internet. You don't add all those silly numbers. Well, right on, dude. Well, thank yeah. you so much for talking with me. Appreciate it. 100%, man. I appreciate being on here.